Yeah, so I went to a gig last night, lads. Mm. Um, and I don't know what you're thinking. Where was I? Wembley Arena? Yeah. Uh, Brixton Wembley, Academy? Brixton Academy. Maybe the, Alexander Palace? One of the great... Well, I was at the... Actually, the fourth great. I guess. Know, yeah, 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 I was yeah. at the Bletchingley Town Hall. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and what was great is that the band uh, comprised of a big fat hairdresser. Uh, her mum was in there. Oh, age yeah. 70. Um, <laughs> the guitarist... Probably about aged 80 to death. Okay. He might. <laughs> and uh, his name was Steve. He's the one that put the band together. And mm-hmm. I think that's why they called the band Full Steve Ahead. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Fuck played man. a selection of 80s hits. And what, no, no, don't take the piss, right? Because what was great about it was, you know, all the kids were sliding around on their knees. Uh, yeah. That's when you know that's it's classic. party time. Yeah, yeah. And of course, my mate's mum came and started dancing with oh. her nine-year-old niece. Classic yes. party time. Nice. <laughs> a bit of the old one-foot wiggle. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, the, the funniest thing about it all was obviously full Steve ahead. He had uh, got um, <laughs> matching t-shirts for everyone in the band, and on the back of it, it's a very familiar image. Uh, they had stolen the front cover of the Black Hack RPG. <laughs> <laughs> and just changed it and it said full Steve ahead no said. way are you shitting me I'm not I don't think he knew what it was but when I came in I was like hang on is this like is there an RPG fans oh no he's just, he's, he's just stole the, the artwork is it the hand yeah because he's doing the horns yeah. on the cover so I think that he saw that and I went thought, oh, cool, cool. I'm having that yeah, no yeah. one will know no one will know full but Steve ahead have got nothing to have do you got with a Pikachu array of this Oh shit! I probably should have. I, I'll show you. I've got a video of it because I just oh, thought good. I should. But actually, it, it was it was really bad. Mm. But uh, I think what we should do is uh, threaten to sue them. Yes, unless they change their logo to like a different RPG. Yeah, like to, a bad one. No, unless they change the logo to our logo. Yeah, that be and then change and then, the name to Three T's Ahead. Oh, <laughs> right. That's a good but idea. yeah, great, great gig, good yeah, time. Yeah, uh, I did spend most of it at the back of the room playing Shadowverse on my phone. Um, <laughs> oh, the wind is blowing the screen. Right, let's do a podcast, shall we? Yes, I think it's about time. To be honest. Welcome to the 3T RPG podcast. My name is Harrison Hunt, and with me is Slick Man Meat, Nick, Nick, Nick Lamley. Slick Nick. Hello. <laughs> and of course, we've got Jimmy Clizzle up in the hizzle. Jimmy Clizzle. Oh, uh, what's up? Weenie, weenie, weenie in the butt. Um, we're going to, uh, today, right, we are going to finally figure out which is better phantoms mm. or mm. operas. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but in addition to that, we, this is a podcast about tabletop RPG, so we're going to be doing feedback. We're going to be doing news punch. We're going to be doing what we've been playing recently, and the main subject is going to be the worst RPG you've never heard of. Yes. Um, yeah, you're going to love it. And uh, then we've got lecture letters where we're going to talk about your mailing. But should we do some feedback, please? Come on, come on. So last uh, last episode we did an episode all about comedy, quote unquote comedy games. Uh, and Ace, he says, just getting into this week's episode reminded me of the weirdest and least funny comedy campaign I ever played. We were all mute and could only communicate through mime, and we all had hilarious traits like always interrupting. 
miming was hard enough, but then trying to mu- communicate a character flaw through mime, the DM got a little annoyed when the DM got a little annoyed when we were talking, saying, "I would like to walk over there and open the door." He was like, "Mime opening a door," <laughs> oh, and uh, then Ace goes in all caps here and he says, "I'm not a fucking mime in real life, Terence. Let me ask for things." <laughs> <laughs> Terence, <laughs> fucking Terence. Oh, Terence. Oh, mate. Do you reckon the GM just couldn't be bothered and he just thought, "Oh, just going to take him ages to do anything." Yeah, well, uh, if mm. it, that's a good tip though. If you've only got a tiny <laughs> bit of position planned out, make mime everyone it. doing it in mime. Uh, complete silence the whole time through the medium of mime yeah, oh, yeah. and then just opening a door is going to take ages if oh, you're wow. fed up of stank breath or just the sound of someone's voice mime which I mime. frequently am mime it but also I think it's a bit fucking hypocritical the GM should have mimed all his descriptions <laughs> yeah, well. that's true <laughs> Imagine that. How would you mime a D twenty? Like roll, roll, attack, roll. Yeah, Nick's just done a sphere, and then but then they roll a D one hundred, and you're up shit creek oh, without wow. a. It'd be there, just being like, oh, three words, two syllables. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then you can't say anything, so you're just like it devolves into charades. I, uh, okay, uh, okay, hallway. Yeah, yeah, we're in a hallway. Good. <laughs> um, right. Well, that is it for feedback. Oh, okay. The only other bit of feedback we have was on Facebook. So. During the recent game, not Facebook, Discord, during the recent game that we played, I um, set up my end of the table, because I'm a player now. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I set up with a ridiculous amount of decorations and props and things like this. Yep. Uh, And everyone was saying, who the fuck does he think he is? Is he the GM or or the GM's brother and shit like this? And like, just let you know, everyone on the Discord, fuck you. (laughs) I'll do do what I want. Do you want to mention that one? No. Um, so <laughs> let's do some news, shall we? Oh yeah. Uh, right, news punch. Drive through RPG and Roll Twenty are getting married. Oh, oh what? So we all know about DTRPG, right? It's the biggest yeah. online RPG platform, and uh, Roll Twenty is the biggest VTT. So it should come as no surprise that they're merging. Ooh. There's a bunch of really boring business shit with the CEOs of both companies changing their positions with the new super company, which is what they're calling it. But uh, <laughs> what will it actually mean for us players and GMs and shit? Uh, well, drive through Roll RP Twenty. 20G is going to. <laughs> that was fucking good. In the new fu- in the near future, add VTT support for all of your DTRPG library, allowing you access to PDFs via the Roll20 platform. Oh, that's so, sexy. Meaning decent. that you can cherry pick certain books and pages and uh, give them as handouts within Roll20. Very so nice. It's actually really because you spend a lot of time doing using yeah. the snipping tool. Yeah. To add the pi- yeah. Now you just click a just box and pull it straight out. So Does that mean our game will be on Roll20? Uh, I think you have to go back and add support for it. Damn. Uh, and so I might. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might put don't on roll 20. <laughs> um, I hope that uh, there's no additional paywalls that get built. Oh. Well, because yeah, cause in, um, what was it, Fantasy Grounds, even if you own the book and own mm. the PDF, you still have to buy it on Fantasy Grounds, don't you? Well, if you're listening, yeah, DTRPG and Roll20 beep, so please don't, because... Uh, well, Roll20 is expensive. They'll make you anyway. stay great. Yeah, Roll20 is expensive for, for what if it is. If you want to buy, like... But I, they, I, as far as I know, they shared up some shared up some mock-up screenshots, and they were like, it just looked like there was a window that pops out of uh, DTRPG. You just click import into game, and, okay. and that's it. So, hopefully... It's not too expensive. I've been quite upset when I had to fork out about 50 quid for Call of Cthulhu, and I thought, I've already got the book. 
yeah paying 50 quid well, exactly. for the online stuff but there you go so um, yeah hopefully hopefully it'll be good when's that any we got we got we got time frame there probably was one in the news article I stole this news from yep no I, no I don't think there was I don't think there was so they're just saying it's in it's development happening. now it's yeah, happening. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty tasty yeah it's that should news. be interesting yeah. yeah that is good news new TSR goes full KKK oh, they're back it's your boy TSR <laughs> so they've gone full Ku Klux Klan on your ass right. uh, and just bear with me for a minute because this gets a little bit complicated because I'm not I don't mean to muddy the waters here but there's yet another TSR oh, for um, sake so, as we all know, by this point, right, Ernie Gygax, one of Gary Gygax's sons, tried to revive the original TSR during a strange time where a number of new TSRs started popping up <laughs> after the licence for the name ran out. Now, we've covered all the goings-on in another podcast, but some highlights of this debacle include uh, perceived transphobic slurs in an interview with Ernie Gygax, Ernie blaming Wizards of the Coast for his lack of success, claiming that he's the victim of a corporate espionage and a smear campaign... <laughs> Ernie changing the company name to Wonderfilled Inc., but misspelling it on his own website. <laughs> Ernie arguing his brother Luke on Twitter, with Luke claiming he's dragging their dad's name through the mud. And the PR manager of Wonderfilled calling someone disgusting for being trans. So, doing good stuff. <laughs> uh, and But now the story continues, right? Wonderfield is currently run by the guy that ran Wonderfield's Twitter, right? Yep. The PR manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While Ernie, you know, to distance himself, has left and taken up the moniker of TSR3. Uh, which means we're now facing the prospect of there being more TSRs than there are editions of Dungeons and Dragons. It's getting painful. (laughs) I know. But anyway, TSR 3, which Gygax refers to as new TSR, like NU TSR, new metal. So it looks like nutser when it's written down. (laughs) (laughs) He's releasing his uh, flagship product, right? So previously, Giant Lands uh, Mm -hmm. was the one, but that's staying with Wonderfield Inc., with the PR guy. So instead, Ernie has decided to make a new edition of Star Frontiers, which is a TSR RPG from 1982 and trouble is right Wizards of the Coast who own the rights to that game actually currently sell POD and PDF versions of Star Frontiers on DTRPG so only can't really do that uh, so why is he saying it should have looked into it should have looked into it, it. Um, if we know anything about Ernie it's unprepared unprofessional unprofessional all of the uns he's got them all unremarkable what was funny as well this isn't this isn't related to this news story but um, what was funny is they they um, uh, filed a lawsuit against Wonderfield right Mm. and uh, Wizards of the Coast yes and there was a post done uh, by Ernie where he was saying that he'd thrown out the lawsuit he actually he spent <laughs> he spelled suit wrong and put suet. Suet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the trouble is right. So the wizards they own all of this shit. So what's interesting is there's a current legal battle with Wonderfield because they attempted to snag a bunch of the copyrights that did belong to Wizards of the Coast, and it's very amusing. The idiots at New TSR announced the reboot reboot of Star Frontiers last year and claimed to have sold out uh, before anyone actually bought it. <laughs> so um, there is no evidence right to show that this actually happened and no. Nobody can find anyone who actually owns this new version. So as far as we know, what Ernie has done is he's taken something that doesn't belong to him, tried to publish it, technically didn't, but his PR manager's gone, yeah, sold out. Sold out, mate. <laughs> well, wow. It's obviously sold out if you never sold anything. That uh, is technically That's how correct. you look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's about he's a, a loophole. He's very yeah, positive. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We sold out of every copy we don't have. How many copies you got? None. 
Exactly. So that's why they're sold out. Exactly. And then he just does the David Blaine look to the camera and he, <laughs> and and he walks away. Yeah. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. Sold out. But yeah, this message saying that they sold out came from Michael Hovermail, which right. I hope means that he <laughs> is a man who hovers. Hovermail. <laughs> or he delivers. You know, like letters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that their lawsuit has been thrown <laughs> out. I'll see you with a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the P. Yeah. So he, Michael Hovermail is the uh, PR met shut up for Nutso, and he also created an account for the N World forums. You know, the people that do the Nies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in January, right? Simply to announce that the game was real and it had sold out, being sold so solely through Ernie's Dungeon Hobby Shop Museum site. What the now, this is obviously obviously a lie to create demand for the product, which is still in development. But unsurprisingly, Hover Mail left hovered out of his position as, as PSR <laughs> as PR manager after only six months, probably because the one stunt he tried to pull failed miserably. <laughs> And now it's failing even worse because some sections of the new Star Frontiers project were leaked and I just want to warn everyone there's going to be some pretty strong and horrible language that's about to come up because, uh, yeah, so part of it was leaked and it, it, which means it was clearly in development, right? It was mm. never published. It's written by a bloke called Dave Johnson, right? Who I have no idea who he is. Dave uh, Johnson? Yeah. It's a pretty regular name. Yeah, he's a pretty regular guy, as you'll, <laughs> as you'll find out. Um, but I have no idea who he is, and the only credit I could find for him was a production credit for something called Adventurer's Club, issue number 16. I don't know what the fuck that is, but anyway, maybe he's a hidden gem of the RPG industry and Ernie's plucked him out <laughs> of his humble like, beginnings. Poached, poached him. Yeah, he's, po- he's ho- he hover mail, has hovered him into the... <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I'll give you some examples of writing from the info link Please. on the Star Frontiers project, project, all found via the No Hate in Gaming Twitter account, so you can see where this is going. <laughs> Under examples of races, right, we see the cyborg, the grey alien, reptilians, mm-hmm. and of course, the negro. Uh, what? No, it's the classic alien race. Oh I mean, what a fuck. Where it says they're dark skinned, have large strength, but have lower intelligence wow. than all other races. Uh, not it, but no, wait a minute. Wait, right? Because in his defence, it's only slightly lower than all the others, so it's only a tiny bit racist, <laughs> or it might be massively racist. I don't know. But additionally, beneath the Negro, right, are the Nordic race, yeah, and uh, they all have attributes that start at thirteen plus, and uh, they're blonde-haired, blue-eyed super people who are the master race. Oh, so, wow. uh, <laughs> are you shitting me? No, I'm oh, sadly God. This this is. Gary Gygax's legacy right here. This is such a shame. Oh my god, what's happened? But there's a quote from the How to Play section, right, that says playing a character is more than just using the rules and follows up with the following following quote. Is the character you play a barbarian space pirate? A noble hero hero of the line? Are they an SJW warrior pushing their values on others? <laughs> you can just see he's a... a, a, a no, I'm willing to bet. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, probably owns a few guns. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and a few flags. And a cu- just a couple of red hats with a little phrase on them. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's got a tiny moustache. And uh, a tiny penis. Tiny, <laughs> yeah, almost certainly. <laughs> but on the slightly less obviously right-wing stuff, right, there's a section that mentions that the GM's word is final, right, Ooh. and ends by saying this. Remember, no one likes know-it-alls, and no one pl- likes playing with know-it-alls. Oh. But the great, the, the great—I mean, that's good advice. But the uh, the great thing about this is he spelt no it alls as in N O, so it says no it alls. No it all. So he's a no, he's a no it all the way or he it, puts it. That's somebody that says no to oh, everything. Uh, to he everything. knows it all. Yeah. Do you want to go out? No. no. <laughs> 
Just or is it no. Or no no wit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. He's got no. He's he, got no wit. No, no whittles. <laughs> no wit. No whittles. There's no whittling allowed at the table. So uh, <laughs> that's good advice for anyway. But yeah, if if it is a no at all, as in K N O W or an N O, both are bad. Because if somebody comes to the game and just says no to everything, it's going to yeah. get annoying. And if they know everything, then they're not allowed to turn up. Yeah, yeah, because they won't be there. Yeah, they're a no. Coming no. <laughs> um, it's also just flat out says right that there are races in the game like that the races in the game are like real world races he just flat out says it wow. and I quote what? this is a quote some races are better at things than others and some races are just superior to others <laughs> my god you, oh my what god. a guy and there is really nowhere to hide here, right? Because at least you know the other ones that we've talked about. They tried to say, "No, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm just nationalist. I, I love other people." And it's like, well, this guy's just like, "Nah, nah, no, nah, I'm the best race." I'm going to give you lots of classes. I'm going to give you lots of races to choose from, but make some more appealing than others because some are just not as good. Oh, I mean, come on, where's the balance? Where's the balance? <laughs> but uh, so you're looking at it from a gameplay stand of like, well, bit, yeah, 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 yeah. But also, yeah, obviously the. Outrageous racism. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and you might think it ends there, right? But in the description for the attributes, right, under the theology stat, and this really confirms this sort of Trump status here because it mentions that there are secret cults, as in like positive secret cults, like the Freemasons. But then it says, and also radical groups like Antifa or BLM. Oh, God. Nice oh, guy. My God. Nice guy. I mean, no matter what way you slice it, that's not a popular opinion. No. Nope. <laughs> but there is also part under the uh, looks stat, as in how good looking your character mm-hmm. is, right? And uh, all of the things that are listed that might be uh, negative mm-hmm. to your looks mm-hmm. are stereotypes of Africans, African Americans, and Jewish people. Wow. So, uh, cool guy. Uh, overall, most anticipated game of 2022, I give it two thumbs up. <laughs> I'll give it two. Want to play an Aryan? I'll give it two Hitler salutes and a. <laughs> a swastika. <laughs> and a swastika. Uh, but now, now. There, now, there is a reason, and I'm sorry this news story is going on long a bit, but it was just, uh, as I dug more, it was just blowing my mind. Yeah, yeah, over and over again. I was again. like, Ernie, just fucking proofread it once in a while. I mean. <laughs> he just needs to stop. Yeah, he does. And his mate Dave, he's, he's dragging his. He's going to have to separate again and start another TSR. Fallout, TSR's yep. free squared. Yeah. <laughs> TSR to the power of 23. <laughs> Fuck sake. So uh, now there's a reason I couldn't find much out about Dave, old Davey Johnson. It's yeah. because uh, his stuff under Dave Johnson Games has predictably been removed from DCRPG. <laughs> of course it has. <laughs> which is understandable, but it gets, it gets even worse than what we've seen so far, right? Because when the Star Frontiers leaks happened, right, people started looking at Dave's social media and the hateometer, right, has gone right <laughs> off the charts. Even Vogue Vikernes isn't this... <laughs> Openly he's country. blushing. Yeah, he's like, "Whoa, <laughs> calm down, mate." Down, mate. <laughs> <laughs> For example, he shared an image, and I'm, I'll try and talk around this, but it, it is quite shocking how open this is. But he mm. says it's okay to. He shared an image on his Twitter, right, saying it's okay to be white, and it's not. Oh God, it's so bad. <laughs> Fucking hell! It's not okay to be a goddamn. There's and then there's a Jewish slur that sounds oh. a bit like kite. Oh wow! Or a. Let's just say it rhymes with bigger. Yeah, wow. Right? Uh, he says it's not okay to be either one of those things. And uh, I'm sorry for saying all of that, but I think you need to see how open this, <laughs> openly racist this man is. And he's, he's not even the sort of like time to go, I'm not racist, but he's like, I am racist. I am racist but. and. <laughs> I want to add to that. I am racist and please buy Star Frontiers. <laughs> Fuck you. <it up. laughs> he also shared images of gollywogs and, image of, and an image oh of Nazi so- soldiers, God. right? With the phrase, don't make white kids 
is angry on it. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Yeah. Well, he, I, 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 it still it surprises me that people like this still exist. Yeah. It, it's because it's because all certain, certain areas of the world mm-hmm. there are. Uh, certain states for example please don't hate me for this but uh, they're all leaning in one direction and it's just like an echo chamber yeah, so their yeah, views yeah. get worse and worse and worse and worse and it's just like listen to what you're saying but there you <laughs> go um, he also shared an image saying loving your culture and placing your race first doesn't make you racist now what's funny about that is loving your culture yeah that doesn't make you racist no. placing your race first that does literally is that racism. is literally <laughs> racism <laughs> um, so this might be the most openly shitty person I've ever seen in the RPG industry. Yeah. At Did least you... some of the other bad guys we've spoken about are like trying to put a veil over it. But Dave Johnson, you're a nutter. And also, <laughs> it's rough for only Gygax, right? Because think about it. He's had all this controversy. And now he's thinking, right, we're going to knuckle down and actually make a game. Bring Dave in. Dave. I've heard good things about He's him. made a lot of products. <laughs> haven't read them, but I'm sure the content's <laughs> great. Right. Haven't read them. <laughs> haven't really met the guy. Not really sure what he's about. He comes into the room wearing a Gestapo uniform. Yeah, he's like, Dave. Dave, 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 I don't want any controversy. Can you deal with that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I can, I can do it. But I, uh, let's, let's just say there might be a couple of things you will not see coming. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and it flies straight over, guys. Yeah, his like, head, and then so he's like, right, okay. uh, Lou's over there, Kettle's over there. Have a good one. See you later. And uh, I won't, I won't even check the post you put out because I trust you. Yes, that's his problem. Uh, like a I, kind he, guy. It was the moustache that set him at ease. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't know what it is about his. <laughs> we should try and get hold of him and go. Just stop what you're doing and come, come to us. You're making a mess. He's, he won't be happy. I'm a quarter Polish. <laughs> oh fucking hell, you're in trouble. There's, the Nazis invaded Poland. I, he, he will, he will shoot me dead. How does he feel about the Irish? <laughs> oh, he's. Oh, oh you don't want to oh, know. I'm in trouble. <laughs> you don't want to know. I'm fucked too, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes without saying, doesn't it? We're all multicultural here. We're fucked. Yeah, that's the trouble. Mm. Ah. And as we all know, I'm the best race. <laughs> As we all know, I put race first. My own. <laughs> no, but what is the best race? Egg and spoon? Life. <laughs> 100 <laughs> metre dash? <laughs> the sack race, come on. <laughs> There's a race of sack people. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, that is it for news. Uh, Ernie, stop. Please stop. Please <laughs> take your dad's name out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, let's go on to what we've been playing. Yeah. <laughs> And if one of these! Oi! Yeah? What you slaying? <laughs> We've been playing Savage Pathfinder. Oh, mate. Tell me. <laughs> it's wicked. It's, it's wicked. Um, so, uh, so we, we spoke about it recently, and... Uh, uh, like, is it in person at the table? Mm. Uh, I was saying how it's really nice on session zero when we brought our characters and we we're just getting a taste of what Savage Pathfinder is about. Mm. Now, uh, bear in mind, we didn't actually get to do too much in terms of um, really exploring mm. all the rules and everything, new edges and how they work and hindrances and all that stuff. But it was just like it was really exciting to to sort of dip our toes in. But the yeah. most recent sesh. Man, amazing! I think it's oh, I think fucking it's built it's well. So yeah. good, it yeah, is yeah, built yeah. well. Tell me, tell well, me, what's tell cool me. is that, that um, instead of being sort of blind to what Pathfinder is actually like, you know, like it's it's about playing super fucking hero Legendary. RPG characters. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they instead of just going okay, it's the setting, but in Savage Worlds, they try to emulate how powerful the characters are and things like this. So nice. Um, uh, one of the new edges, for example, is that. Uh, 
uh, Tobuscus, his character Cy Thatcher, he's a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's got an edge that allows him, and I think this is a new one. I'm sorry if it isn't, but it allows him the one-time use of any combat edge once per encounter. Whoa. So and he, it lasts for five rounds or some what? shit. Yeah, five rounds. Shit. So he can basically so he can as, just borrow any as long he as wants. he has the ability and the attributes to have well, that as an edge. Level, yeah. 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 He, he can, can just, use it. He just choose just whatever. Straight yeah, out of so, so, um, he likes. One yeah. time wow. during the session, I, James James said, All right, I'm going to use sweep on these enemies. Oh, yeah, yeah, forgetting yeah. that it was an edge. He just oh, thought yeah. it was a manoeuvre. So he, oh, he yeah. did a sweep. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, good, nice one picking that edge. And James was like, what? <laughs> yeah, so we had to gloss over it because it was like too far gone. But then, ah, but then right, James, yeah. then Tabuscus saw that happen, and he was like, "Was that sweep you used earlier? That's an edge, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Right, I'm going to use that now." Then <laughs> just like, <laughs> so he runs in and just we are fighting these slimes in this cave, and he yeah. runs in and just absolutely obliterates. Well, you both did, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. I put one in a bag. <laughs> I've also I also found a wand that uh, Sean's got this huge. He's the GM, by the way, but he's got this huge list of um, random, random items. items. Nice. I tell you what, they're fun as fuck. I've, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got one. I think it's fairly useless, but it's a, a wand that shoots bubbles out of it. Yeah. And um, yeah, <laughs> I've, I so far I haven't put it into any practical use. Yeah, I don't oh, think yeah you have. Well, I stuck it in one of the slimes. And, and you shine my shoes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Slime. <laughs> well, because when I think of those bubbles, right? Yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah. like the washing up liquid bubbles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, because yeah. I'm their torch bearer, I, I sort of wo- wove it around uh, James's shoes and shined his shoes. <laughs> Sean was like, right, uh, the walk uh, from there, there on is easier because your shoes are well kept. Uh, but Harrison, <laughs> yeah. you... So James lost fatigue and then I got his fatigue <laughs> from shining his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. to move up. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's really tasty and um, I mean Savage Worlds generally is is a bit of a um, tough one in terms of mm-hmm. enemies but because it's Savage Pathfinder this is like you're slicing through loads of enemies at once yeah. it's oh, like because wow. we really had like good. you know zero level slimes mm-hmm. but their abilities we realised mm-hmm. like at least one of them uh, tried to hit us and it was an acidic attack Ooh, so like an acidic fist like bulged out of it yeah. but I mean they had like no toughness no yeah, parry yeah, yeah, so yeah. to kill them was easy but there was quite a lot there was nice. loads of them much explosions uh, there was one actually yeah. funny yeah. enough yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh no no I, I thought you meant actual no, like, Nice, I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah, Acing. of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we, um, so so the storyline of the game is that uh, James is basically the town's only sort Police of policeman, mm-hmm. policeman, yeah. and then uh, then we've got the community support officer, which is James Tabuscus's character, yep. and then my character, who is their torchbearer. It's so just guards, guards. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. There's a big <laughs> so, hierarchy. So we used to yeah. have this deal with the goblins where they made stuff for us, where they that we got on. You know, we we had this symbiotic relationship. Suddenly they've gone mental. We don't know why, but we think it's something. So the mayor thinks it's something to do with the earth crystal. Okay. We don't know what that is, but we yeah. have to go up but to the goblin mountain. Yeah. yeah it's all like myth and legend at this point. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know what this is, but so just learn, I've heard stories. As you go, yeah? yeah. What was nuts? So so we get there, right? And fucking um, all the goblins, they yeah. are men. Yeah. They've gone nuts. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so we blew them up using uh, sort of a smoke bomb and then the fire damp in the cave, like Ooh. a methane. Oh, yeah. Gasoline. Ooh, made I, like an expl- a yeah, I love the smoke bomb in yeah, there. And then he, he, he whacked his torch on it. Hey. And then it just went boom, boom. Yeah, and so obliterated it all. That's but the yeah. earth crystal, they were around it all gardening it and yeah. their, their king and all this shit. And uh, out of the crystal pops this uh, sort of uh, earth guy. Earth elemental like, looking like a grim right. reaper kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and what was funny is so we dispatched the goblins 
yeah. and this is and this sort of blew our minds, our yeah. drunken minds by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. But we dispatched the goblins, and the earth elemental starts to have originally attacked us, right, and yeah. actually killed me. Um, dead. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. But, but you'll see what okay, happens. Okay. He he originally attacked me, but then he, we start talking to him, right? And he stop all that. That's <laughs> 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 so funny. <laughs> 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 and then and he tells us, right? And he brings me back from the dead, and my characters in the yeah. duck are really shit life. So yeah. he's going up towards the pearly gates, loving it. Yeah, and then suddenly he gets dragged no! back to earth, and he's like, "No, come yeah. back." Here. It was described that um, an orb of light goes into every character, but specifically what. Well, Harrison was the only one that died he mm. comes back mm-hmm. but we're all completely healed so um, we're like what the fuck this earth elemental guy he's telling us that apparently there's a problem with all the crystals that the the great evil has uh, has seeped into them and that mm. we need to go and sort everyone out by being in the vicinity of it because we are apparently the fated heroes of light yeah. what and then my character's like but, but I'm a torchbearer how can I better look at me man <laughs> yeah. are you crazy and then, and then like because of the hierarchy where Harrison's at the bottom of the pack yeah. and then like, I'm at the top I yeah. mean, we don't really ever talk yeah, to yeah, each yeah, other yeah. we talk through Fire to buskers the yeah. um, it was like a really nice kind of moments um, and it was funny because Harrison didn't realise the dynamic later but it was like during that point I was like I was like no listen what he's saying we're all heroes that's you too yeah, and I, 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 my character starts like like crying a happy tear, and then a moment later, I go to speak to him, and he's like, "Shut up!" Yeah, just like, <laughs> like what's your mood? I was saying outside. I don't, I don't know when it's okay to speak most of the time. So. <laughs> but um, anyway, so it gets to uh, it gets to the end of his spiel, and he's like, "Right, you, you've next, you've got to go to the Dwarf Kingdom." So we're going to go there, and then just as we're leaving, James is uh, James's character's like, "What's your name, mate?" And he just goes, "My name is Hubert." Hubert. What of it? Hubert, the yes. Hubert, no way! And so apparently now, fuck it because he's become a god. My arm like that, yeah, and because he was sitting there, and then I was just slowly turned towards Sean, just like <gasps> really. <laughs> but we were, um, so sick. he's apparently while well, he's been in Planescape, he's become a god. So that's good. <laughs> yes, um, but, but there's six in total. Yeah, there's six. So that six that gods. is basically where we're at, and. Uh, we don't know who the others are, but we'll see. We'll see. Sean yeah, Stephen cool. King Hunt. I did say to Sean that he's used the character that was in one of my campaigns. Ah, so there's plagiarism. A copyright issue I was going to say it's a copyright conflict here. We need I'm going to gonna sue him. I'm going to sue it him. <laughs> Why don't you throw a lawsuit? It's going to sauté him. Yeah. I'm going to sauté him like a good meme. <laughs> but yeah, that was Savage, Savage Pathfinder. <laughs> and uh, yet again, if you haven't checked it out, do we've literally still only sprinkled the little dusty surface. Yeah, and you like? Can so. I? Can I? Oh, I don't. Know, I don't mean to uh, sound like an old man here, but can I say it rocks? Okay, <laughs> oh, it. Rock okay, on. everyone, rock All on. Right. Yeah, tiny rad. That's rad. That's rad. We're doing really That's tiny rad. rock rock horn symbols. <laughs> this is terrible radio. Uh, my uh, hyper, my hyper, my hyperborea, <laughs> hyper hyperborea Kickstarter finally came, it's which means we're going to start. Lovely. The next episode on this channel will be an actual play. It's not going to be the hmm. sort of uh, random type one we did with uh, Isle of Dread. It's going to be back to back normal to, stuff. Back to basic. So yeah, we're going to go hyperborea, um, and the books came. So so this is a AD and D first edition retro clone with a very very cool baked in setting that is somewhere between like He Man, yeah, and uh, Thunder the Barbarian and things like this, yeah, and it's all set on a flat 
Earth, basically, that floats in the middle of our galaxy. And it's all it's barbarians, it's got loads of spell casting classes, like twenty classes in there. Mate, Weird enemies. Um there's a name generator in there there as well, and I got some pretty strange fucking names. Um, <laughs> what's Dead great because I already mostly know the system. I'm just reading it and reading the uh the fluff material and what they've done differently and things like this, and it's just beautiful. So far so good. And what's great is, you know, I must have kickstarted about a year and a half, right? Yeah. And uh, they just delivered it. The book looks nice. Book I, I look paid nice. for postage ahead of time, like any normal human would. Yeah. Uh, like I did with Dark Trails, which pages. I still have not received. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the fact. What? What happened? Beta, but David Beatty, he did tell me he was gonna he was gonna send me a POD copy. Where is it, David? Hello. Wait. Oh yeah, you're waiting for your code. Yeah, I am. Or at least my 60 quid back from five years ago. <laughs> well, um, yeah, Nick, you're looking at the Hyperborea. Uh, the full title of it, by the way, is Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. But uh, it's got, yeah, it's very much based on like the old Conan comics in, ter- yeah. in terms of art. But what do you think about the uh, presentation, Nick? Uh, it's, 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 it's fantastic. I like the discoloured pages. They're not quite white, they're off white. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was a nice. Thing. I like the death metal logo in, the, in yeah. the, one of yeah, the yeah. beginning There's pages. splashes of colour pages in it. It's obviously got like a. It's still got sci-fi feel to it even yeah, though so it's, it's, um, uh, it's, a bar- it's got sci-fi elements world, to it because yeah. you know like how in He-Man and She-Ra and all of that yeah. they had some sci-fi elements just sort of yeah, inex- just, uh, just and like, yeah so it's like that it's weird science pulp fantasy it's, it's amazing what it is yeah. I'm loving the little um, like spear designs on yeah. page breaks it's cool man they've also done really well with the, the layout and so every now and then Sorry, carry on. Every now and then they um, like have different like levels of artwork among yeah. um, amongst the pages, and it's really nice. There's a really weird bit of artwork I saw though. It's a full page illustration of a wizard, and he looks like he's just been kicked in the nuts. And yes. I really hope that you can find. Oh, it's good. Is that the one in that book where he's holding a staff? That's it. There he is. Look at his face. That is a man Ooh. who's just sat down yeah, just, too fast. <laughs> he sacked himself. But yeah. Um, I'm very excited to play this. So I think cool. what's one of the cool things about it is that it has the four original classes, but then it has all the sub classes in there as well. So uh, you have a magic user, but then you have things like a rune graver. So you uh, in, uh, engrave runes on things yeah, to make magic. That's it. I was looking you at have it. a cryomancer, a pyromancer, like all of this cool stuff. Nice. <laughs> that that'd be sick. I think there is one that is sort of like that, yeah. but I don't think it's called that. But yeah, um, so yeah, you've got loads of different thieves, loads of different fighters, and I think it just it looks fucking great. It looks so really cool. Yeah, the next uh, next AP that we're gonna do is uh, yeah in two weeks time. It's gonna be this two weeks time. Very excited. Ah oh, yeah, very excited about this. Uh, now one one last thing I wanted to talk about was a bit of a faux pas I made at the Savage Worlds game. Where oh yeah, I was a little bit drunk and uh, there were some biscuits on the table. <laughs> 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 and I accidentally said I said James can I have a bissy to bissy and we we know we, we think it's like it's like a roadman thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh mate, you got a bissy fam. Give me a bissy. Give me a bissy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I just uh, I, I thought I'd just put that in there Thanks. during what we've been playing. So people go out there and use when you go to the supermarket just say excuse me where are the bissy you can show me the bissy aisle <laughs> <laughs> because of um, it was it was we kept using the word bussy but well, as in as in boy, boy pussy boy, boy, pu- pus- oh boy pussy oh, oh well, it's a roadman thing or something like I that I thought you was talking about Busey nah Gary Bussey yeah <laughs> Gary so, Bussey so that was kind of thing entered his uh, head because well, what happened <laughs> is we, we, it was like about three yeah so I think I was about to say Bussy and I said Bussy <laughs> but the um, what was weird was was that we got really hype at some point I think 
the Final Fantasy music came on and oh. it was like some really and we we were all headbanging <laughs> at the table like this yeah. and then James uh, Tobuscus was rolling and he was just sitting there perfectly still and James and I were headbanging at him yeah we were like um, it's like we were like chickens or pigeoning yeah yeah and then every every time he was rolling and he was exploding we were going right in the bussy <laughs> yeah that was so, so nice. stupid very nice so stupid uh, but yeah that is it for what we've been saying woo Let's do the main subject. Main. Subject. Magic. Main. Subject. Tokyo. Main. Subject. Let's do the main. Are you ready? Don't phrase it. Are the... um, That's it. That's the game. Are the... the I have been using it as a coaster. I was yes. Say, like, I've I've just given Nick the uh, subject it. that we're going to be talking about today, and uh, yeah, I've been using it as a coaster. It happened to be next to my computer. I don't. I'm not not disrespecting. <laughs> yeah, and should. the way I just threw it at you. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, but this episode is about, in no uncertain terms, the worst, most flawed system I have ever played. A system that makes even less sense than Crystal Heart. That is more fundamentally <laughs> flawed than Don't. And from a man, from a manacle standpoint. Mechanical. From a mechanical standpoint, it fails in just about every regard. And this system you would have never heard of, dear listener, and thanks to us, it's unlikely that we'll never see the light of day unless a drastic <laughs> reworking of the rules is done. The system is Mannerism by Guy McDonnell, and its 18 pages represent two years of this man's life. And through a single playtest at a recent con which we were a part of, he realised that all his work was a pointless, useless waste of time. <laughs> Before we get into the game, though, it's important that we talk about the story surrounding this, right? Because, yeah, anyway. So those that haven't listened to the Expo episode, uh, UK Games Expo, uh, we signed up to play a game called Dwarves Against the Apocalypse using Guy's homebrew system, Mannerism. Now, the game was a political game all about some dwarves in a mine and impending war and the struggles between the higher-ups of the dwarves who can't agree on a single course of action. The game started off silly, right? Our opening scenes consisted of a dwarf PC buttering herself up before going into the mine. <laughs> James's character riding headfirst on a minecart into the mine and going, Wee! <laughs> and one player openly deca- declaring that the mine contained deposits of cheese. Ooh. This character was my political rival. He wanted war, I wanted peace. And while we were setting up our scenes, I alluded to the fact that he had once left some shit in my bed as a hateful <laughs> prank. Right? I was Now, putting shit in someone's bed is silly humour, but no sillier than anything that had already happened in yeah, the game, yeah. right? Mm. Everyone went silly straight away. But nonetheless, the GM, Guy McDonald, called me out and created a sour atmosphere, uh, saying, uh, can we just get away from that? Sorry, let me do his voice properly. Can we just get away from that? that um, no, can we just get away from the shits in beds angle, right? Now, I've thought about this a bit, and my honest belief is that uh, no. he was actually unsatisfied with the whole tone of the game yeah. that everyone had gone for, that I had also picked up on and joined in with when it came to my turn. He even attempted to call another player out earlier on in the game during his opening. Oh, scene. I tell you what. So this but other but this player was just, great. he just went, no, no, wait, shut up, I'm doing my scene. And I thought they knew each other. The guy was just very assertive. <laughs> I tell you what, though, he, so, shut I'm it. Sure he was a fantastic player, but. Yeah, he did just wait. No, if, uh, sorry, um, just a minute, uh, if you'd allow me. I'm still doing my scene. Now, fuck Yeah, off. so what happened was... Like, uh, so I I, th- I think, really, 
you know, what had happened is the situation for the GM got out of hand. He did, he couldn't speak to that guy because that guy was a fucking alpha Chad, right? <laughs> so it was like, so the ne- very next silly thing that happened, you got it, I got it, right? So and and you know what? There, there, I will hold my hands up and say that there is, a, of course, a chance that I read the situation wrong. Um, but I, I like silly humour. I like sophisticated humour. It depends on the mood. But guy called me out rather than speak to the whole group, and he soured the atmosphere for quite some time. Yeah, and I do think he's a prick. <laughs> However, I bring up the story, right, because it's possible anyone listening will think I'm biased towards hating this game because I think Guy's a knob. But I just want you to understand that none of that actually matters, right? The game is going to speak for itself. It fails on its own merits. So forget all of that story because I'm just going to talk about it. Let's keep it about the game. I'm not going to mention how high he wears his trousers. Okay. None of that. Is that is that an element? Is that a factor? Well, I mean, I, well, I, mean, I imagine if you're trying to design a game and your trousers are right up by the armpits and your nuts are being crushed like that bloke from Hyperborea book <laughs> then you're <laughs> yeah then no. perhaps you're going to rush certain animals yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think I think it fails in, in, in its own merit so just bear that in mind okay. I'm trying not to be biased but uh, this review is not for some petty revenge but that does happen to be a nice side effect of this game being pretty awful. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, with that cleared up, let's review mannerism. So mm. let me read the intro to you guys, because the problems really do start here, and I think sum up entirely why the game failed. <laughs> uh, here we go. Mannerism, the habits of acting in a particular way. These are double-edged swords. Knowing yourself and practicing your skills is the path to capability, yet if somebody knows you, they can exploit that, push your buttons and throw you off your game. It is like this with sorcerers. They tend to keep themselves guarded, for someone who knows a sorcerer's methods will surely exploit their weaknesses. Mannerism is a game about conflict. Do you play to your strengths and leave yourself open to a tragic destiny, or keep yourself distant, forever overthinking? Right? Yep. Now, on the surface, this seems like kind of a alright intro, but the game is about a GM learning the manner in which players play and exploiting that. But listen to the way it's written, and this guy fucking loves the sound of his own voice. But it's not about him. But on the last sentence there, he says, do you play to your strengths, which means the GM can just counter it and make you fail all the time, or do, do you do nothing? These are the options the game gives you. <laughs> because you're, you, you know, you're afraid the GM's going to do what he just said in the book and exploit his own system to make you fail constantly. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get into that in a bit, because the game really is built around those two central things. Okay. Do something and fuck up or do nothing or don't yeah yeah. Uh, it should be called don't actually um, <laughs> oh, good name for a game this. yeah <laughs> well no, alright then well, we would be named can't buy this yeah. <laughs> uh, but we'll get into the rules in a bit uh, just remember that because he within the intro points out why this game is nonsensical that the GM can basically decide when you fail just keep that in your head wow. while, we, while we go through this and another thing right I look down at some of the playtest credits one of the names listed Sam L. Jackson Samuel Jackson. That's him. He played it. Well, I think it's, uh, you know, quite bad. that Old Jacko's... No, not Jacko. Samuel <laughs> Samuel Jackson has played this, and we haven't heard about it. Yeah, why the hell did it, he tell us? He's usually very... Vocal about many things. Uh, especially RPGs. Yeah. We know this. I love that game. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get this game off my motherfucking table. <laughs> <laughs> Games on a table. Games on a table, there you go. So, uh, yeah, anyway, the unfortunate thing is that even before we get into the rules, uh, there's a baked in setting, right? And mm. holy fucking shit. Because I didn't know about this setting, really, before no. I read the book. Because no, we played an offshoot. Obviously, right. like, listening to the uh, title of the game, 
Oh, Towards Against the Apocalypse sounds fun yeah, and yeah. funny and silly. Does. Yeah, let's go. Sounds great. Cheese Minds was fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. But him, him and his wife need um, need to rethink this. Well, I, d- I actually think that mostly he wrote it and she did the layout. Uh, oh, no, okay. he, he told me they both wrote it. Oh. They both did it during the lockdown. Oh, guy. They spent right. lo- well, Laura, you're on blast as well, although I'm sure you're very good. <laughs> uh, but you do have bad taste in men. <laughs> No, come on! I'm not gonna. T- I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna come stop. On, no, man. I am gonna stop being mean. But uh, the um, yeah, the baked in setting. I didn't know about this before because he the dwarves one was actually a spin off of this game. Right. right? So uh, the setting is very unintentionally funny, basically throughout. Uh, helped in a major way by Guy's absolute confidence in his own writing. So there are certain <laughs> things that are sort of like trying to. You'll see. Let's let's get into it. So the game plays, takes place on a continent called Galcian, and there's power struggles all over the shop. Now, magic users already exist. They're called sorcerers, right? But they have one vital weakness. They can do only one type of magic each, and if you figure out what type of magic they're doing, you can exploit its weakness. So if you're casting fire spells, you better be bloody sure never to go near a lake. Basically, right. Because you get chucked in. Sound advice. It's... Good night. Yeah, good night, just, my friend. You just get put out. Yeah. Now, one day, right, these people called the Mystics show up, and uh, they can do all the magic without having to just stick to one school of magic. So when you see a Mystic chucking fireballs and you throw him into the lake, he laughs in your face because he's controlling the water before he even hits the surface, Ooh. right? Now, even though the Sorcerers are supposedly more organised, their big problem, right, is that there's a lot of infighting. And as the, back put, uh, as the book puts it, they keep killing each other in leadership contests. So right. these Sorcerers... They're the smartest people in the land. Yep. And uh, basically, uh, they are not the well-read wizards that are in an academy. They're basically the the sort of living embodiment of the phrase, oh, yeah. You want some? <laughs> Come oh, have a yeah. go if you think you're hard enough. What did you say? So, uh, which is always followed up by them nuking themselves. Yeah. Because <laughs> once you've started, you can't back down, otherwise you look weak. No, so that's true, yeah. The sorcerers are just blowing each other up like left, right, Thank and centre. Yeah. Um, and uh, these magic fuckwits came up with a pretty good plan to get rid of these new mystics, and it was to enact a brutal genocide, killing any children they thought might be a mystic, might oh, have nice. these powers. Mm-hmm. Now, unsurprisingly, all the other world leaders took one look at these bloody idiots killing themselves and children and, thought, and decided they weren't allowed spell books anymore. So, <laughs> I mean, taking your books away. Yep. Right, if you if you can't use it responsibly, well, you can't use it at all. Right? <laughs> You're cut to the naughty Stop chat. Fight. Stop fighting each other. Good to, one minute. He Put said that baby down. He said something about my mum. No <laughs> oh no there goes another city <laughs> yeah <laughs> but they were going around killing children each other blowing up cities by accident to appear cool and so the su- solution was, was to bury all the books underground in a holy place and lock them away forever so no mystics get to do magic anymore and the sorcerers can barely be trusted with a spork anyway so problem solved right the underground li- library is called the Poggian library don't Pog- know why Poggian yeah Pog- the Poggian library have all the pogs well I was thinking either pogs or it's like you know uh, on Twitch and YouTube and that's like pog player of the game uh, so maybe it's where uh, all the people that have ever won Call of Duty in this universe that's yep, where they go they live the Poggy and Library <laughs> Poggy, where right. they play Pogs got you, got you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit much isn't it yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know that part wasn't in there but it's to be assumed okay uh, but yeah and what's fantastic is right Guy tries to end on a cool cliffhanger to this to end this intro right basically he wants to say the following and from that point onwards a prohibition of, on magic text was enacted and for a generation this law was upheld until now but here's how he puts it 
the rule about no spell books has been upheld until now. Now, but the phrase, the rule about no spell books, it sounds like a five-year-old wrote it. You know that rule about no spell books? <laughs> Maybe one of the sorcerers wrote it. <laughs> yeah. You know that rule about no spell books, right? You broke it. Yeah, because you've got some spell books and you're supposed to have none spell, no books. spell books. No spell books. Okay. None. Put them in the pog in. Put, right, lock them in the pog. <laughs> that is not poggers, mate. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a baboon wrote it. And uh, let's get, but let's get to the rules now. The setting, right? As I mentioned, is very unintentionally funny, mm-hmm. as we have discovered. But there's more on it later, and you've got that to look forward okay, to. Okay, good. Uh, because it goes places you would not believe. Um, so in this game, right, all players have a, ten- a potential to be a mystic, and that's and that's just that. You want to be something else, maybe make up your own backstory. Well, suck a big old Forget bag of dicks. About it, yeah. You're all, you're all playing mystics, right? Not only that, but you start as misfit, mis, mis, biscuits, misfits, working in the Poggian Library. Oh right. right. Now, now, weren't the books supposed to be locked away so nobody could use them? Yes. Well, if you've sealed what amounts to a cache of super weapons deep, deep in the earth, then who are you going to get to do the cleaning down there? The guys that threaten all existence. Yeah. The guys that can use it, the guys who almost started a war with the biggest magic idiots the in the guys world. that you've locked it away well, from. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. What, what, what is the, and I thought the purpose of locking the books away mm. was because they were dangerous. Yeah. But apparently, you just start out working there <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> uh, it doesn't, it, it's not really many details on what you actually do down there. But uh, anyway, so the books, the game starts. Yeah, you mopping, dusting, dusting the books, burning the cobwebs away, the toilets. No, 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 no. You don't want to have a fire source yeah. down oh, a mine oh, or in a library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so all the stories in this game are going to start out with the biggest weapons in the world falling into the hands of hapless player characters. Yeah. If you thought right, the D and D had murder hobos, you <laughs> wait till the fucking yet. four idiots blow up the entire universe. <laughs> also, uh, what? Well, yeah, as we've discussed, what work has been done down there? Right, these books aren't to be meddled with. They're dangerous weapons. Just throw away the fucking key. Better yet, start a fire in there and walk away. <laughs> walk away, mate. Yeah. Uh, unless you know they're combustible magic books. Ah, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, what are people doing in there? Cleaning. Uh, not only that, but it's so far underground. How do they see? Because you're not lighting a fucking torch in the library, are you? <laughs> or carrying a lantern in the library full no, of paper. I assume they've got fully functioning electricity, surely. Surely. Yes. Well, how else are they going to play Call of Duty? Duh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, you would be a fucking idiot to bring a, a, a fire source down there. Uh, it's why libraries in medieval settings... Now, I've just, <laughs> tell me if I'm being pedantic here, but they often have light sources like windows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that's that. Maybe that's their security against it. Like, well, you can't read what you can't see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. But anyway, yeah. So you said one time, right? You fuck up and trip on a copy of Magic Missile, and you've destroyed the lot, the whole fucking thing. So it's like fucking stupid, right? But anyway, after he says to pick a character concept, uh, then basically tells you half of your backstory anyway. Yep. You have to go on to manners and skills. Now, manners are not as in a house. Uh, like a mamma the manna uh, they are your attributes determination right. speed precision and so on named to us because they describe the manner in which you do something mm-hmm. now I know you're trying to be clever there Guy and Laura right but uh, the, describing the manner in which you do something that's all RPGs <laughs> sorry mate but it's not clever yeah sorry uh, determination is will imagination is intelligence and so you know he's tried to rename them all mm-hmm. and it's not clever it's just pretentious but mm-hmm. whatever it doesn't matter it's skills are social movement academics agility and craft craft right. 
Crot from. <laughs> Can you crot me a bissy, please? <laughs> I'm going to crot the bu- a, bu- a bifter. No. A bifter. Uh, but basically, you've got seven points to spend in manners and skills, and then mm. you pick a trait, which is your one unique way. Your character can use one of your manners, basically. <laughs> then you pick a specialization, which is one skill you're particularly good at. Now, the game is diceless, right? What? Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. It's diceless, it's, it's niceless. Ugh, it's no. spiceless. Uh, <laughs> and it's priceless. Really, it is, because you can't buy it. Who farted? <laughs> Nick! Fucking Nick. <laughs> Sound I'm glad like we got the windows fell. open. That's it, appropriate. Do you need to use this to wipe your ass? <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's how skill resolution works, right? Whenever there is uncertainty about a certain action, you either do a test or a confrontation. Confrontation is where you fight the GM in physical... Com- no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, tests being like a test and a confrontation being an opposed role, right? But he renamed it because he's just really fucking clever. Um, <laughs> yeah. But So confrontations could be convincing a guard to let you pass, right? So you tell the GM what you want to do, decide on appropriate skill, and then you secretly choose one of your mana cards that are the manners... Hang on, I'm just trying to find them. The manners, the the car, the mana, the ma- mana car, the mana car. The, 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 oh, right, yes. Yeah. Right? Okay. So you secretly pick one of those up, and a GM or another player you're confronting also chooses a, uh, one of the mana cards, right, yeah. and puts one on the table face down. Then you reveal and see what happens. So the rock, so the cards have kind of a rock paper scissors relationship. <laughs> okay. So Are the mana at random, or do you have to pick one? No, no, you, you, you pick one. You choose one appropriate of what you believe is a good idea, and then GM chooses an opposing one and without knowing compare. what you've put down. And you compare. Then you compare the numbers, yeah, right? right? So, okay. for example, the mana card speed always loses to consumption. No matter what. No matter what score you've got, if he's picked consumption, your task is failing. Right. So, like, it could be if you're trying to get by the guard and you're trying to leg it through, you fall and you lose something. Mm-hmm. Or he could decide arbitrarily for no reason that you do succeed but you lose something on the way consumption could be that you lose a bit of health because you're tired yeah something okay. like consumed something from yeah. you so uh, time and your, your time your, your yeah, yeah your fucking stuff, your life. limited Live life on. on this planet yeah <laughs> um, um, all of your clothes <laughs> but speed also gets a plus two versus confusion and so on so you add your skill bonuses compared to cards the only difference with the test is that the GM is going to add a difficulty mod to this card while you add your skill bonus and shit so if say for example like a good example would be if I picked uh, if I let's just go for speed or whatever god I'm trying to find it this fucking book right really low quality printing okay so if I used determination right that's plus two versus consumption so if I'm using determination I pick that in secret he picks consumption puts it down on the table right yep and then he's he's picked four difficulty, right? right? I've got plus twos, and then I've got maybe four in skills. Yeah. So that means I beat it. Okay. Right. It's it is it sounds all right at the moment, but just there's something quite fatally flawed about this because mm-hmm. that's the fundamental mechanic of the game, right? But the right. first problem is this, right? The cards have five statistics each for whether you're doing a test, a confrontation, or a magic test. Because when you're confronting someone, they're using manners, like you do, right? So each card has 15 pieces of info on them, and there are eight of them, and I've done the maths, right? That's over 10,000 pieces of information that the players have to remember. And don't don't check it, that's definitely correct. (laughs) 
uh, but anyway, uh, now according to the book as well, right? The players are supposed to read and memorize these. What? Players don't read and memorize anything. Yeah, no. Let alone a thousand pieces of information. It's yeah. So it's not. It's it's more like in the realms of like lots, but not ten thousand. But yeah, you're supposed to remember all of these. And you know, I know players that don't even remember to wear trousers when yeah, going out. Don't know what D six is. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean. So the, the game is predicated on the fact that the cards are played in secret, right? But let's say you want to push past the guards slipping through quickly. Mm. You describe your action, and I'm GMing, right? I know you're going to pick speed, right? Because you've described it in a manner where I want to quickly get <laughs> I want to get past, get past him, him right? really quick with a, in so a speed I, way. So I could just pick consumption. Because <laughs> you know. Because I know. You've got to beat every time. Right, so, so simple. Now, there's a way to get around this, because while Guy ran us through his game, he said any manner can be used for any task. So instead of saying I quickly nip past the guard, saying I'm going to run past the guard keep it really vague and then just pick imagination for no reason <laughs> instead tricking the GM into picking the wrong card and then I win right Yeah. what this means is there's two outcomes either the GM can very easily and readily decide when you fail arbitrarily or the manners become <laughs> essentially meaningless because you're forced to use unconventional ones all the time rather than playing your... get around him yeah so because uh, yeah. you, then you're not playing to your character's strengths you're and playing... it's not a role playing game well he knows my character's fast so I'm going to use determination to be fair we did actually end up Stupid. having to do that because we knew that it's just like well I'm not going to go fast I just told him because he pulled consumption I'm not going to do that I'm not going to uh, use time, it was time I get around him in a manner yeah, which yeah. is not speedy but also not slow but then could be imaginative <laughs> so and he's like, he's like so you want to go fast do you and I'm like no no, 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 no well no. maybe it was and, and he had the consumption card in his hand and he now, now what did here. happen a lot when we played it was that people would look at the cards and go right I'm going to use my speed too right which is the last thing you want to do but he said the, ga- the game only works if you don't if you describe your action rather than saying specifically which manner you're using because otherwise he can just fail it but if you're describing your action you're Good in a roundabout way describing which cards you're picking yeah, exactly so one everyone at the table right would have fun describing scenes and their moves only to tip the GM off about what they were doing giving him carte blanche to hit you with a failure so <laughs> the game actively encourages less role play and creativity when it comes to describing your moves yeah. but it, it, it encourages randomly picking and saying nothing yeah how do you want to interact with his character? Um, I don't know. In some manner. In, uh, card. Card, bang. <laughs> so you try and do a bit of role play and then it just devolves into top trumps. Yes, top, but yeah, but top trumps where the, where the other guy knows what you're putting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> where, where you're holding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, and not only that, right? But the conflict resolution takes so much longer than just rolling a dice. <laughs> but often, more often, the results are roughly the same, but take longer because it's like, okay, yeah. I want to smash down the door. Oh, pick a card, any card. You put it down. He goes, hmm, I'm wondering, maybe yes. And he puts it down. Then you flip him over. He thinks it's something to say, and you're like, well, I could have just rolled a fucking d6. Oh, a d20, right? Yeah. Let fate decide. to hit. Chance yeah. even fate. No, Flip not fate. Let savage worlds decide, yeah, not fate. Yeah, yeah, not fate. Definitely not that. Guy. Um, but yeah, so so, and that's the problem, right? He hasn't actually designed a game with its mechanics trying to emulate a feel or encourage a certain type of play. They've basically tried to be different for the sake of it. And his utter arrogance in his own concept led him not to test it very much and bring it to a con right? yeah. but I digress right the central mechanic is by far the worst part of mannerism but there's a little bit more to cover here <laughs> levelling up is really 
fucking stupid, right? So there's a page. It's arduous. Is it? It's arduous. To level up, it should be a reward. It's like so a reward. look at this uh, advancement chart here, right? Okay. It's just, it's, it's like a, it cross-references every skill and every manner in the game. And every time you succeed at a combination of the two, right? Yeah. You tick a box on the chart. When you filled in a whole line, that's a bingo. Whichever a whole one, column or row. Yeah, column or row. So if you if you filled up the one on the left, then you would get... Like noughts and crosses. Yeah, or but connect, no, but it's really clever, all. Nick. Um, so you have to do that. So, so once again, right? Instead of saying like, "Oh, my character's good at force and good at social," oh, well, that sounds bad. Um, he's good at force and social. You have to go. Well, in order to level up in social, I need to pick speed. So fuck it, I'll just use that for no reason. <laughs> yeah, so, so you walk into a room, go and try and tell someone a situation very fast. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you speed because time is of the essence. All this stuff. So we had um, uh, a lovely lady at our table. Yeah, and she exploited that weakness, um, and she fucking smashed it. She really? uh, she kept leveling up her shit because Throughout she did game. exactly that. She knew how to she, break uh, it. Within within like the first turn, we did it. She goes, oh, you do that, and you have to do this, yeah. And you start, oh, all right, cool. So every single turn she had, she ticked something. She just picked something different wow. every time, just exactly for the sake of it. And you just exactly to get the tick. She knew wow. exactly how to play it. So but not for experience was, of. The through, game, yeah, it's just through her own experience of RPGs. Just looking at a grid, and going, she was just I know like, what I need well, this is easy to well, not min max, but she literally manipulate exactly. Well, how she played she it how he designed to. it, yeah. and and uh, it's not a role playing. And game. she was cracking no. as well. She was. Uh, it's bingo. We had yeah. <laughs> the the <laughs> yeah. players at the table were really were good. Fantastic. The game let it down. We, we, it was a laugh yeah. playing with them. They yeah. were really good. Really it's good. Just the game to let it down. Yeah, yeah, It was really complicated. It's annoying. It kind of hurt my face when we were sitting there. Yeah, I'd be like, I just remember leaving the room. And as we were going down the hallway, Sean had his head in his hands. He's like, that was the worst game I've ever played. (laughs) As we've already discussed, though, it's in your best interest to use skills and manners to intentionally bamboozle the GM anyway. So so as James has rightly pointed out, this lady just went for bingos the whole time because you could just use whatever the fuck and just go, yeah, Yeah. it doesn't really matter. Using different skills and manners all the time, you know, just to try and fill in these boxes because, let's be honest, the manners are pretty much meaningless anyway. (laughs) So rather than playing to your strengths and improving organically, the game encourages you to use different shit constantly for the sake of it so n- suddenly right you get to the point where nobody specialises in anything <laughs> all the characters are roughly the same at goodness of anything and uh, yeah they just uh, some characters might have a better bonus to stuff because they're trait but you know you'd be an idiot to use your actual traits because yeah, the GM on. will bum bum know what's coming you. and he'll just consume you yeah so magic hmm there's more. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we're nearing the end. <laughs> you basically just make it up, right? right. Uh, there are different schools of magic, and they have their own linked manners and their own complication cards associated with okay. them. The difference being that all spells start at zero, but you just have to kind of use them to level them up. So you're trying to win without any bonus. But if you thought it was easy for the GM to exploit skills, it's even easier <laughs> for him to exploit your magic. Because let's say I want to do a spell to create an illusory wall, right? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, the GM, sounds simple. The GM looks down at his list and thinks his complications right he thinks hmm I wonder what type of uh, school he's using divination nope evocation nope enchantment nope illusion hmm mm. oh and he's that one <laughs> and it, and it's, like, it's like well once again you've got me you've got so you have to be really vague you have to try and do spells that fit into all five categories oh because he doesn't so know which one it yeah, is yeah exactly That's so annoying or just straight up fucking lie yeah just yeah. be like oh yeah I'm enchanting this sword <laughs> or am I and then uh, you you pick up the illusion card. Ah, <laughs> psych! It was all illusion. <laughs> 
and now there's a GM section here, right? And it right. even suggests mm-hmm. being really vague about everything. And I wonder what type of crack these two were smoking when they came up with this, because <laughs> it's discouraging role-playing. Yeah, it is. Creativity. It's like the anti-role-playing game. It's anti-creative. It's anti-role-playing. It doesn't even have dice, which is... Uh, there are good systems that well, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say the coolest part, and the part that I liked, mm-hmm. was when you're rolling against other players. Okay. Yeah, okay. That, that was PvP really PvP was uh, fun, because, well, at least Harrison and the, you know the guy that we said it was very uh, assertive? <laughs> no, let me finish. but amazing. He was my rival. Yeah, rival, but... So, so okay. The great did thing you guys was, decide that? Or did the GM? Let James finish, Nick. Sorry. <laughs> the, the great thing was, is that... <laughs> At the table, he was being like a proper dick, but every now and in then he he yeah. you know he pull back the curtain and be like, by the way, this is my character doing it, but he was perfectly in character. Wow. But also they um, psyched each other out, so that's yeah, so, why it was so really we, good. We had our cards, yeah, and then it would be and and uh, I'd be like, right, well, I'm going to punch him in the face, and then uh, he was like, okay, what do you want to use to defend that? And, I'm, I, and I would say. By the way, I'm picking speed. Trying to do a double bluff on him. And then yeah. that was the most fun part, because when you're rolling against each other, you start getting into the mind game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But bear in mind, you're doing this with a GM the whole game, and right? I think that dynamic sucks. But when you're doing it with the players, it was really fucking cool, because you have to try and... You have to try and bluff. You have to try and, Yeah, yeah. So what I'm getting from this is, it's not a role-playing game. Remove the whole GM function and turn yeah. it into a PvP card game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how it yeah. would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. With, a, with a fantasy feel. Because it, because if because you, the GM should be, put all the descriptors there and he yeah. should just explain what's going on. <clears throat> but everything that's happening should be the players at the table. Yeah, okay. I mean, he can bring NPCs in it, but then well, the again, just that, that, describe what mm. happens. That kind of same mechanic is how you play against the GM in this game. Yeah. But it creates an atmosphere where it's like the GM is out to fuck you and yeah. he has all the tools to do it. That would, be right? my, that would make me so mad. But the, yeah, the PvP was fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and aside from a few tips about running the game, the book is essentially over. We have the cards at the back, the character sheet and four example bad guys in there and I can't fault him for the limited section of enemies because it's a short book anyway but I just need to highlight one of them. The Bashrog, right? It's not a rename of a Balrog or Balrog from Street Fighter as you might expect. <laughs> But it is, uh, its description reads a double boned abomination. That is it, right? Double boned. Now, he likely means double jointed or something oh, okay. like this, right? But double boned. First off, my mind went to dicks, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, because, class, man. <laughs> because I'm every bit as immature as I think so. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but second of all, imagine a creature with only two bones. <laughs> I mean, just, just folding all over yeah, the place. Yeah, just folding and folding and folding. <laughs> oh my God, there's a hinge. It's coming our way. <laughs> oh, cursed hinge. <laughs> oh God. Oh, but yeah. I imagine it being sort of two bones, bit of skin on the outside. <laughs> on one side is a face and it just looks like it's having a hor- <laughs> horrible time. Before we end though, I just want to spotlight an, uh, the only other page in the book that talks about the setting. Now I've mentioned fires and shit in the library, right? And <laughs> yeah. he, he addresses this by, <laughs> by saying that fire making tools are strictly rationed in the pog library and also kitchens and forges are mm-hmm. fit with fire safe doors he also mentions <laughs> that new tunnels are constantly being dug but we'll come back to that right now safety doors are all well and good in, uh, but in mines and caves right you do have fire damp uh, which is a type of methane found in coal beds which explodes as yep. I exploited that in the Pathfinder game because I've been reading a book about a mine recently very good uh, basically the last thing you want anywhere near an underground network of tunnels is a fucking forge because <laughs> yeah. even miners they use very dim uh, safe uh, safe lanterns mm-hmm. right 
but the, apparently they've got a fucking cafeteria down here <laughs> and, a, and a forge. I mean, that's the a fucking blacksmith there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and which do you think is faster, right? Some cunt closing a fucking safety door or an explosion, right? That's that's <laughs> all I'm going to fucking say. Now, what are they fantasy safety doors? Are they like half hour burn limits? Show like kitchen regs for like <laughs> buildings? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's what it's got to be, man. There's, there's health and the health and safety officers are non-existent in this universe. Now, you could say I'm nitpicking, right? But Guy was the one, and Laura, who felt the need to bring it up again because he knows the reader's thinking, what if a book catches fire? <laughs> and he reckons he's got it covered. But all he needed to do was do like the barest bit of research and know that the very idea of keeping an active library next to an active forge in the cafeteria is fucking stupid. <laughs> and also several working minds. <laughs> um, admittedly, yeah, I read a book about it recently, so it's, it happens still. Yeah. Fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not... But I'm not trying to write an RPG about mines and libraries and caves. So, you know. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Well, I will now. The idea is mine. Mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, think about it, lads. Cafeteria, miners, engineers, blacksmiths, right? So the list of people allowed in the secret repository of deadly weaponry include a handful of people who can clean the floor, a lunch lady, a group of builders, a bloke who uses a fire all day long that might just casually wipe everyone out in, in an instant. So what's the purpose of all this? Uh, well, the book tells us that the PC's day's work might be including shifting rubble from the mines. Yeah. Whoa, wow. <laughs> to new wing or moving books to new wings of the li- library. Right? Now, I might be in a mongoloid here because new wings of the library. Aren't Wait, these what? books currently banned, you know, in the yeah. most low security way possible? <laughs> Why would they be expanding the library? Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Why are new ones getting made? <laughs> What's going on? There's also a print. There's also a recategorise there as well. Yeah, yeah they're going to recategorise them. Uh, so they're going to do them in sort of alphabetical order, mm-hmm. ten feet apart. Ten feet <laughs> apart. Yeah, yeah. Because then, if one sets on fire, the others. That's the problem that they're trying to solve. But anyway, that's mannerism, ladies and gentlemen. So one thing uh, I know that we mentioned it in UK Games Expo, uh, but the. He made us role play two groups, two scenes. Mm-hmm. One was political, and that was Harrison, his his great foe, and that mm-hmm. was great. And the other one was uh, the the soldiers, the foot soldiers yeah, going yeah. underneath. Yeah. And so we were like fighting and and getting through the mucky stuff, dungeon crawling. Yeah. But he split us off into two, so there was two completely different dynamics at the table, separated out. Yeah. And it while it was it was fun, yeah. I feel like you should just choose one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because yeah, he wanted it all to come to a head at the end and it felt yeah. very forced okay. it, yeah it was like everything it was I mean it was it was very very separate voice, right? I just mm. I just want to point out that uh, he um, at one point they're going through these guys are going through the mines and they mm. find a secret old prison down there and there's this ogre and uh, they see some water down below and he says you don't want to go in there that's where I ship <laughs> I'm like, so it's okay when you do it, is it? <laughs> Fuck face. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? I'm rolling for one. Oh, do you remember he, or, oh, sorry, not remember, or maybe he uh, was trying to, like, bring it back and sort of pad out the fun that we had Too earlier. Maybe like, he's trying to make it fun again. Yeah. Make America fun again. <laughs> From Dave Johnson. So, um, Dave Johnson. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think, like, its biggest flaw is the central mechanic. And yeah. if that doesn't work... What have you got? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the trouble. Apparently, according to you, a pretty good coaster. Yeah, yeah, it really does the job. Really does this. It's it's thoroughly absorbent uh, as well, <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. good. But um, I just want to... I'll, I'll tell a quick story here about why this game is not coming out. Because it, during this game that we played, right, which was essentially a playtest of a supplement for a game that doesn't exist, we... Um, <laughs> 
we got to the end of the game, right? And what happened was is the miners now realise, I can't remember the exact story, but they were being led on a wild goose chase by their sergeant. Me and the sergeant are now fighting. Yeah, I reveal that he was my dad the whole time for a laugh. <laughs> and then um, yeah. uh, we get to the point where everything's coming to a head. It's We're about to go into a full-blown war and all of the player characters are arguing. That should be what you want from that type yeah, of scenario totally. right? we yeah, finally yeah, figured yeah. out what everyone's doing and we're getting up in each other's business yeah. and while we're all shouting at each other um, we look over and Guy just he's got both <laughs> hands over oh, his yeah. face and he's just sitting there like his life is falling apart he spent two years in lockdown making this the system fundamentally didn't work and then uh, Sean, I, I only noticed because I was standing up shouting across the table Sean <laughs> tapped me on the arm and just pointed to him the guy just yeah, looked like he was he weeping literally like went like that and like yeah. I just, Pointed right at him, as the game wrapped up, uh, I just see him, he's bewildered, looking down at the table, like in bewilderment. He was he red goes, faced as well. He goes, I think I need to rewrite this system. <laughs> it's like, I just saw two years of a man's life go just down the toilet. Go down the toilet. <laughs> so he realised oh, it, was, it was not very good. How oh. did you end up with a copy? So he oh, gave no, them out them. to us. They were yeah. waiting on the table. To get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone got a free copy of it. But he said he play-tested play it before at a different Yeah, with fucking Sam mates. Jackson. I don't imagine oh, the fucking it. people were concentrating at the table. It was all looking at Sammy Boy. Right. When's volume two coming out? Second edition. So did, Keep you posted. <laughs> he's going to add dice in this time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, So so this was going to be released. Mm-hmm. This was, the, I, as far as I know, the first public playtest of it. Yeah, okay. It's and very much back it, on the drawing board. Yeah. I mean, the drawing board has been erased entirely and he's starting again. Yeah, it, 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 it doesn't work. Fundamentally, from a very fundamental standpoint, it doesn't work. The setting is stupid, mm-hmm. but it could be cleaned up a, yeah. a, a little bit and made good and the PvP if, stuff's bagging exactly yeah. so there, there yeah. are good things to like about this and to, 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 no actually there aren't many oh, the PvP's thinking, good the setting we, could yeah. be good with a drastic rewrite yeah. I was just going to uh, direct on that uh, banging is a strong term okay. PvP okay. as Harris pointed out is good <laughs> yes. yeah it's good, it's good. <laughs> what makes it banging is the players you need yes. the players yeah, 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 if yeah, you gotcha. get into it and you yeah. get yeah. devious okay. that's, yeah that's where it really I just to point that out because it's yeah it's still flawed but that was enjoyable but that might have been you guys trying to find a different angle to have some fun. Probably. Oh, it was. I mean, it, I mean, it factually was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, did we go for a break during this game? We didn't, did we? What? No, no we, we did. Go for three hours? Because I, I, no, we I, did. We literally all got up and left. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> James, back. James went to get a beer four times, I think, during the game. Was oh, wow. that that one? Uh, yeah, yeah, was, yeah it was. and this was in the run. middle of the afternoon as well. Oh, we got mate, it. Mate, yeah. I absolutely, I was just fucking off and sinking him. What was the? How long was you playing for? It like was, a normal four hour like, session wow, yeah. like, normal, normal sesh we didn't meet the four hour mark yeah any uh, maps minis anything oh, what no, 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 no oh no. wait there was a bit of <laughs> a no no there was a bit of a map but he he had a really nicely drawn one it was weird because everything was done in felt tips I feel like <laughs> Um, even the cards were definitely I feel like he coloured them himself they look exactly how they look in the book but hand coloured yeah. but um, yeah he had a, quite a nice sort of uh, dungeon crawl map thing going on yeah. where it was overground and underground merging together weirdly cool. I think where they're meant to cross paths at a certain yeah, yeah. points so quite well thought out that mm. section but mm-hmm. I feel like it would be nicer for us to see it well yeah because <laughs> it was it was, <laughs> it was really nice and love he, it, could, love he could just cover it up and then just slowly reveal as we go yeah, totally yeah. and yeah so you're a strange man guy and well, Laura and I don't know Laura might be nice so uh, yeah should we do some electro letters that's mannerism <laughs> the worst <laughs> game you've never heard of and say. comments please again
Oh, what the person? Man- oh, yeah, yeah. You can you can keep that if you <laughs> want, mate. <laughs> All right, let's do some uh, electro letters. Should we go for a break first? Yeah. Just right. bring this yeah. with me. In the future, you will be able to send a letter or parcel from anywhere on the planet. This, sir, is the electro letter. Letter. Okay, Electro Letters, this is your correspondence. The first one comes in from Tammy the Tiger. Yeah. It looks like it's a screenshot from somewhere, but anyway, uh, it's uh, the this post is by somebody called Pixie Lated, and it says, Video games have buffering, in air quotes. One of the DMs I play with has like 70 slips of paper that say loading with bits of random D&D <laughs> mechanics advice. For example, partial c- cover grants plus two to AC that he slots into his DM screen when he needs to look something up, assemble something, or think of a mechanic for player bullshit. So it's pretty good. If he goes, right, I need to do the rule book, he puts a loading screen there with a yeah. tooltip on it, like in Skyrim or something like this. That's fun. The only thing that I've, I, does come to my mind with that is that he's wasting more time changing unless he, unless he just keeps one loading screen on. Otherwise, it's more time to change a loading screen. Changes the loading bar yeah, as it goes up. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's got one card with a bar 10%. at like 5%. <laughs> yeah. He keeps going up. Yeah, I, I, maybe he's just prolonging the moments where you're not playing the game. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. Maybe something like that. Yeah, you know. You know. (laughs) (laughs) I just lowered my chair uh, whilst talking. (laughs) (laughs) Aimless loop. He says, do you like longer or short campaigns? Both. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I know. Actually, yeah, no, both. My preference does lean towards longer, but I tend to just do a campaign until it reaches a natural end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I like to have endings. They're important. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of people do that, but yeah, I, it depends. If a campaign like like Cyberpunk, for example, was only ten episodes, but uh, I felt like it ended at a good point. We yeah. have a lot of the characters dying. We did one last episode to wrap up where the players play played yeah. the policeman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just the perfect length. If we'd have kept it going, it might have become stale. So well, it's because of yeah, where it naturally did come to head. It's knowing that point, yeah. isn't it? And mm-hmm. just, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like well, it's a pretty good uh, self-made conclusion. It didn't perhaps. Well, I suppose you you purposely opened it up to allow us f- uh, free reign. Yeah, yeah. But we've had other games that have naturally been really good for ages. I thought we played one for six months. Yeah, well, Solomon came mm. with six months. Six, yeah, yeah. Solomon and then, came, of course, yeah. you had the Call of Cthulhu slash Pathfinder campaign, yeah, which yeah. went on for nine? about a like year. Nine months, yeah, yeah, nine yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it just depends. If the campaign needs it, it's long. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, it ain't. It's short, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But uh, Lassie, he says, heat wave or cold... He's got, like, a couple of quick questions. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat wave or cold... Cold snap. Cold snap. Cold snap all the way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not good in the heat, and that heat wave recently really oh, bothered fucked me, me yeah, over. Yeah, it bothered yeah. me real bad. <laughs> yeah, it it really bothered me right up the sweats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two, he says, is you had to pick one die to use for all of your RPG games, what die is it, and why is it not a D50? D20. D20. Yeah, I love the D20. Yeah, but I've yeah. got a giant metal D100 that, that James nice. got me, and it's turbo heavy. I've packed it away now, oh. I, uh, because my could, shelf was could, too full could, of crap. Could roll off. <laughs> yeah, could bonk, roll off and kill someone. someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be mine. Yeah. Definitely. D100. Uh, James, D20, Nick, D... I like a D8, to be fair. 
Yeah, Ooh. double diamond. Do you want to take me on a D8? Yeah. Oh, no. come on, babes. Well, yeah, I, mean, I am in a minute. <laughs> yes. well, I do have a D50 for a while. You bought me like a more sensible one, James. Yeah. So it's uh, just a red D- D50 that can like be added on to um, like, the dice chain and DCC. Mm. But oh, I the Oddbod dice and DCC are quite cool as well. I actually. used to have one that was like two cones added together. Do you remember? Uh, you it was like, like a yeah. spinning top. <laughs> yeah, like a, yeah, like a double And you had to like flip it. That was funny. It was and, ugly. and everyone would be sitting there like kind of studying it for ages going, is that a five? It's really ugly <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> Three, best British dish to recommend to tourists. Now, my one I always go for is going to be go for an Indian. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And I'm so, I know that sounds stupid, but Indian, uh, English Indian food is different to normal Indian food. And it's like the best type of takeaway yeah, you have. Ta- well, I was going to say doner kebab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good as well. Yeah. Uh, for the Turkish assistance, that's a doner kebab. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the, yeah, that's a good choice. Cause okay, let's it, do one takeaway then. All of the British, British ones though. Are kind of boring. Oh, fucking pine chips. Yeah, pine well, chips. Good. Pine, pine mash. Pine mash. Pine mash. Sorry, pine mash. Pine mash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pine mash. You've got to get the, uh, I forgot what they call it, but there's that liquor. Uh, liquor that yes. you buy. Yeah, yeah, the green jelly. Oh, right, okay, well, that's good. it. I think we're settled. Yeah. Yeah, pie and mash, 100%. Uh, don't go for a roast. Oh, yeah. roast is good. Yeah, yeah but, but, like, but pie like, mash is like. Cornish pasty is decent as well. Ah. Oh. I'm hungry. Oh. Get me hungry. Yeah, like, really hungry. Cornish pasty, uh, pie mash, curry, Greg's. There's loads of good food. Don't go to Greg's, man. <laughs> I, I, I can't even remember the last time I went to a Greg's. Greg's, but it's the greatest thing to happen to the north. We yeah. have uh, so there's a there's a Hertfordshire-based uh, bakeries called Simmons. You ever tried that? I think I have actually. It's what. Yeah, it's not as good as Coughlin's. <laughs> oh, no, oh, you can't beat a Coughlin's, mate. <laughs> Coughlin's uh, top two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ace, he says, most disturbing monster you've used or encountered and what made it creepy or disgusting? Uh, the piano made out of a person. Yeah, that was rough. Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. we see this thing that's made out of stretched skin. That you start horrible. playing it. Every yeah. note you press, it's like a scream. <laughs> but what, what, what really freaked me out about it is when we lifted up the lid and it was all like the sinews and things. Oh, sort of muscles, and we, we, we and saw that the uh, piano was breathing yeah. and, and I think eye and it looked at us like around. scared yeah, it like just, it, it hated being it in that disgusting. position yeah yeah that was good that, that was uh, during a Castlevania type game in the Rippers at Savage Kong yes yeah. and that was Connor, Connor Warden that did mm, that one very good uh, I'm glad we all agreed on that I think that must have disturbed us I don't think James much. was in that one I wasn't sadly. but was terrifying. I yeah well, quite terrifying point. well the thing that I was terrified about most that? about was um when we were fighting, it was it mother the womb. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, womb. yeah the, the first uh, did a cosmic abortion, didn't we? Yeah, yeah it was like it this was, um, incomprehensible was, thing, and I mm-hmm. put on this really creepy music. Yeah, that was pretty. Good. And I, I was like, I was getting high out of how like crazy the fucking situation became. And yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. absolutely buzzing. Yeah, that like, was that was fucking wow. grim. So um, yeah, also there's that monster from the actually quite good. Uh, do you remember? Be, what the fuck was it called? Beyond, below, beneath, beneath the, inverted, the church. inverted church. Oh yeah, and yeah, when yeah. He, he had his monster what book, and there was yeah, it was a monster called Gif that was just a sort of a cock golem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is scary. That is pretty scary. If that yeah. came at you, in yeah. the amount of literally, sliz. Yeah, yeah, there would be sliz all over the place. Sliz. You'd be yeah. covered in slunge. Slizzled. Uh, the Buttman, he said, would gelatinous cubes be more appealing if they had different flavours or fruits inside? Oh, Ooh. mate, that sounds a bit yummy, that. Yeah. I've, I've Since reading the Little fantastic nibble. book Jam, where <laughs> man-eating jam covers Brisbane, yeah. Yeah. Um, I always make it so that the gelatinous cubes uh, smell a certain way so that you know what type they are. So nice. a green one smells like limes. Lime. Yeah. You're like, 
it, it suddenly becomes unsettling when you're going through a cave and you just suddenly smell strawberry jam. Strawberry jam, jam. Yeah, yeah, that is freaky, yeah. yeah. That's a um, really good idea. Yeah. But yeah, they would be more appealing. Mm-hmm. And actually, you could be like, if your players are absolutely starving, be yeah. like, somebody's left a big old tub of jelly here. I see him. And, and then you just start to eat it. It worms its way inside your insides. Blows it up. Yeah, definitely have flavoured cubes. Please. Uh, he also says, what is a mechanic from another, another game system you want to plan or you want to or plan to import to your next Savage Worlds game and why? And why? We've, uh, have we not pinched... That's, that, it's a hard anything. one normally we pinch stuff from Savage Worlds and put it in like dramatic task or, yeah yeah or, or well I have seen and I, this is something I like to do I have seen people do uh, quote unquote zero level funnels yeah, in yeah, Savage yeah. Worlds where <laughs> instead of it being a wild card where you take three wounds to die you're an extra and you have one wound before you die <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I think that's, that's the, pretty cool there's yeah. a great uh, by Cole Kisa there's a, a great one shot that he made trailer park shark attack yep, yep, yep. where it's all these sharks are coming into a trailer park and you essentially you have a stack of characters uh, mm-hmm. that are all extras when they run out game over <laughs> that's it uh, but every time you lose one you 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 find another one stuck up a tree or cool. like yeah. hiding in it nice yeah box or whatever so yeah I say zero level funnels the Savage Worlds works really well yeah, it's yeah funny. because of yeah. that because of the extras system <laughs> um, but I, yeah like it's, it's usually because Savage Worlds is so mechanically good mm. it's usually I take things from that and put it into I other games it's not the other way around yeah yeah totally yeah because yeah, we borrowed Benny's didn't we for something and uh, uh, cards for initiative yeah and all yeah, of this yeah, stuff yeah. like just yeah. So, that's, that's unfortunate that it's quite as good as it is because we don't really have an interesting answer <laughs> yeah it's uh, true the only other thing that we've sort of nabbed but although it's now part of it is the story token aspect we have done it, but it's not something that we regularly do. It yeah. influences the story, because it's now... Oh, I know what we've done as well. When we're playing online games, I can't remember what game encourages it, but we've done the Spotlight thing. You know, when Spotlight... Okay. Oh, oh, RCRPG yeah, yeah. So trait. Like, like uh, yeah, ICRPG or that's Powered it. by the Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there you go. That a bit. There, there we give, go. Give that, yeah, because that's what made Tough Guys so much fun playing yeah, online. Definitely. Instead of everyone talking at once, we just spotlight players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. We've answered it. Woohoo! Sid the Squid, he says, I'd like to hear your best American English accent but not Texas not Southern or Cowboy so you have to do an American accent okay uh, why don't you take a book off that shelf up there yeah. and read read the back of it go for uh, Barrow Maze on the right there <laughs> where's that over here down blue one Oh. so yeah it can't be a Cowboy accent no. but you've got to read it read like a sentence or two in an American accent Barrel maze will keep you playing. No, a- no, you've done it. You went straight into it. <laughs> <laughs> Barrel maze will keep you playing. No, that's, that's again. That's, that's, you've done it. Okay. You've done Southern oh, Prospect no, let me try, um, I'm trying to think of New York, Boston. Do, I, do like uh, what's his name? Mark Ham from uh, Mad Men. I don't know. I haven't seen Mad Men. Oh. <laughs> All right, give me the book. Give me the book. I'll go give on, it a go. go. You, go, you go first. Barrel Maze will keep your players on their toes and your campaign going strong for years. That's seven. Yeah, that's what's seven. <laughs> that's that was what? fucking... Hang on. Cowboy. Barrel Maze will keep your players... I've just done it for deeper. <laughs> I can't... I can't. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeehaw! Yeah. Barrel Maze will keep your players on their toes and keep your campaign going for strong for ten years. <laughs> Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Make America great again. Um, Hyperborea. Barrel Maze includes art by TSR artists... Errol Otis, Tim Truman, and Jim Holloway, dude. Yeah. Oh, hey, dude, I can say it too, that man. There we go. Hyperborea, dude. 
All right. Baramage is a touchstone dungeon of the Eurosaur, man. I think I do an American gag, sir. You were the best man at my wedding. How could you betray me like that? Look, you fucking asshole. Look, I got swords. I got sorcery. Yeah, try New England. Weird swines. Get in the choir. There you go. <laughs> Swords, swastery, and weird swine. Hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. Hey, Meats is, is the best OSR dungeon. What have you, what have you made us do? You yeah. fucking it's racism, is what it is. Because uh, oh, here. hello, it's Dave Johnson, everyone. Oh, you're right. What's up, mate? He heard us. Black people, no. <laughs> Uh, illicit, illicit. He says, "Do you snack while gaming? If yeah. so, what are your favourite choices?" Too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. he's got a couple more questions here, but yeah, uh, we'll say our current favourites because we have answered this question maybe Crips, a couple of years ago. Chocks and Bix or Bissies. We got Bissies at the table, but the ones we had the last time were those Foxes biscuits oh, that are chunky with the loads of chocolate. Ones, the yeah, chunky ones, yeah, yeah. the fat chunky ones <laughs> that are half coated with chocolate. Yeah, that's a good yeah, Bissy, yeah, yeah. right? Nice I like a busy. Chrissy as well, like yeah. like a Chrissy with your Bissy. Like, <laughs> we like the the tubes. <laughs> Prongles because they're easy got to move. Pretty, they've got some pretty great flavours around at yeah. the moment. We've as got well. some new ones popping off. Chili ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, Chili yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I can tell you Jellies. what. You've got to have some jellied sweets. Yeah. You've right. got to have some Avimtos. Remember yeah. the one time I bought carrots and hummus? Oh, yeah. And only I ate it. No, I had you had too. a couple, yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Failure. You need, to have, you need to have stodgy, fatty foods, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have what about like, when, sugar what when um thing you made the rose of chicken nuggets? Well, Don't mention that to James. He gets annoyed about he it. He used fucking like a whole, so a whole. He used twenty-one peas worth of ketchup. No, so um, for those that don't know one of my friends Phil he came to the game and uh, he cooked some chicken nuggets in James's oven made a rose out of them and then put a, a, a well, bowl it, of it sauce kind of, yeah he just put them all around in a circle but I then can't he put, believe like, you're still angry about this <laughs> no no because oh, I'm not angry about it <laughs> you like, sound angry I'm not that angry I, I saw him recently Nick Phil yeah. and I told him I was like James still sometimes mentions that you know man and he's, he's sort of annoyed and Phil got annoyed in, re- in return he's like <laughs> what the fuck it's only like 20 peas worth of sauce it's, uh, I, I kind of blame myself because you remember he was like Want anything, anyone? And I jokingly went chicken nuggets, and he actually yeah. Then we went to Sainsbury's, yeah. and he was he, he was like, oh, James is going to shit when he sees this. I'm going to buy a sack of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll get you a new ketchup, man. It's ketchup all right. and mayo. Ooh, <laughs> oh, don't take the piss. Um, but yeah, favourite choices <laughs> in a moment. Yeah, we've got, we've got the Pringles are definitely on the go. Uh, donuts are pretty good, but mm-hmm. they can be a bit hand, yeah, hand greasy. Hand yeah. beasy. Hand. Um, he follows up saying, why can't I buy Tim Tams in the US anymore? Uh, sorry to, to burst your bubble, Illicitilted, but those are an Australian candy. Yeah, I, yeah, I get yeah. that the... Uh, Tim Tam. The mm. the uh, accent sound quite similar, mate. Quite much. Oh fucking hell, Sass mate. Oh fucking hell, mate. How's it going, cunt, mate? Yeah, Sass, mate. mate. All right, mate, cunt. Have you seen Sassy the Sasquatch? Sasquatch. I'll show you later. <laughs> the way you said that. What's Sass, mate? You ever done a Tim Tam Slam before, though? In a city, No. Do you know what Tim Tam Slam is? Uh, no. I'll so what you do? You get a hot drink. Yeah. Uh, you bite off one corner of the Tim Tam. Yeah. You bite off the other corner, the opposite one, and you go suck, suck it, it into it, and well, then. Eat the whole thing, and you get a nice mouthful of warm coffee and mm. sort of like melty biscuit. You could do have a Twix. Yeah, you could, or a penguin. And a timeout. A penguin is a chocolate bar, just oh, to let people. Yeah, yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah you can yeah, do it with yeah. it. What, 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 what the fuck? I do it all the time. Uh, penguins are top tier uh, biscuit to do it with, definitely. Uh, Rocky, hello. Rocky's a decent. Rocky's are the best one for it, mate, because oh. they're almost like a Tim Tam. 
Are they? Yeah. yeah. Right. I used to work with a guy from Australia, and he's always used to bring them bring them in for us. And I fucking love Tim Tams. <laughs> nice. Yeah. If, if you if you can't find him in the US, you want to speak to uh, Australia. Who's the prime minister <laughs> there at the moment? I don't know his name. Uh, guy with the glasses. Yeah. Guy with the, the bloke with the glasses. <laughs> Uh, he says, any tips on meeting new gamers? I've recently got a car and I'm going to ru- try running RPGs at the game stores to poach any decent players I can find for home games and make sure they're not crazy before I give them my address. <laughs> um, go to the appropriate store's Facebook and then put an ad out there because mm. then you know that the people that are frequenting it will see the post. That's a great idea. And post yeah. on yeah, yeah, online yeah. games as well. And then you, you you can run a couple and just be like, oh, let's do a meet and greet. I'm going to do a one shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, and then you can invite them to Bring your address. Home. Bring them all. Home. I think that's a good idea going there to vet them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually just going, fuck you, store. Actually, guys. Fuck you, Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. But in and some sort of less good advice, mm. set up. It's summer right now, right? Unless you're in Australia. Yeah, set um, up a table somewhere. Yeah, like in the middle matter. of your town. Just yeah. be like, players need In the middle of the road. Players need <laughs> yeah. No, not in the No, let's not... Look, I'm not being... I'm not up fucking about... I'm Stop running over my idea. Um, but yeah, so you set up a table. Just on the front of it. Players needed. Couple yeah. of D&D books. And then... In bigger layers, free beer, right? Yeah. All you Dumb. do, you buy ten beers, put them in a cooler. People yeah. come over, you give them a beer, hide behind your GM screen, so and then you you, you chat. Yeah, yeah. Then you pop up. Pop You're in a cave. <laughs> 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 no, then you interview them, right? Yeah, but imagine yeah, yeah. if you and suddenly you've got a game full of homeless people, <laughs> drunk. No, but what if you what if you write it P L A Y A Z needed, and then loads of these like fucking players. <laughs> <laughs> Like these playboys come along and you see like, a bunch of like pimps yeah. just walking up just like my hey, kind of game hey you needed a plate <laughs> um, s- my name's Smooth Jess <laughs> Smooth Bitch <laughs> uh, sweet alright so uh, yeah good idea uh, Dr Mumson he says uh, MySpace or Google Plus MySpace well, all go- the way Google Plus was good. I loved I RPG loved Google Plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but MySpace was like. On Google Plus, you can't have it's your own page with fucking Papa Roach playing and loads of gifts yeah, exactly. and skulls yeah, yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the Google Plus community was, was uh, the best community that, that ever was when existed. It was on fire. Yes. But then they the shit on was it. On fire. I'm more or less. Uh, met my wife on MySpace, so it's good. Yeah. Well, I well, I got her email address and then started talking to her on Hotmail. MSN. Hotmail. Oh yeah, MSN, MSN Messenger. MSN. Yeah, boy. Remember that little noise you could make when you nudged them, and the whole screen shook. Yep. Oh, Do you remember that phase I went through where I was stealing people's passwords and pretending to be them? Yeah. <laughs> under the na- under we it was me and my friend Alex and we did it under the name, uh, what was it, Stylus. And we were like, I've taken your account. I've you taken it. And uh, when we hacked James's, James's, I don't know if I can say it, but uh, what webs? I won't put the end of the email in, but it was Jesus Dude Man. <laughs> and then he had to create a new one, Jeez. and it was called Jesus Dude Man X. Uh, <laughs> I remember years ago. No, but they sent a fucking, they sent a mass email, and it went to my, it went to some of my cousins. <laughs> it also went to my English teacher. There was, um, a, they used to get chat rooms. Do you remember when everyone used to go into chat rooms all the time? It was a big thing. And then there was one. I can't remember what platform it was now, but you could. Um, there was, a, there was, it was voice chat, but mm. only one person could hold the microphone at a time. So if you held your finger down. You literally a whole chat room had to listen to you talking. I mean, like, in the late nineties, just used to prank the shit. Well, when Elden Ring time. came yeah. out, you know they've got this new thing on Reddit where you can members of the community can all do one big talk together. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. do a get together. When Elden Ring, <laughs> so this shows how lame I really am. <laughs> but it was so so stupid because I saw it. I was like, and Millie came in. She was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, oh, "Some people chatting on here about Elden Ring, and I want to try and 
get, so the mod has to click you and put you into the chat. Right. Yeah. So I want to try and get on there and just ruin it. And she, she was like, <laughs> like this. And um, I, I was posting over and over again. I really want to say something. Let me edit. I really want to say. And they put me in there. I was like, and then just went off. It's like so immature. Muted. Yeah, MySpace all the way. I think my band. <coughs> page is still up there actually DJ Excellent. shit bitches <laughs> okay. I think it's myspace.com forward slash DJSB so I don't know look at, look at it I don't know if you can actually hear the songs anymore but yeah it's there there's still pictures there. of us on there it's still there Bargle the Infamous he says pork pies standard rations or iron rations does anyone know what this means no Cause I what think, rations iron so standard ration. I don't know why why does it say pork pies I'm trying to decode because standard rations right those are things in, in England you get uh, biscuit fruit Mm. and biscuit brown right mm-hmm. one of them has got a stall blocker in it I think that's the fruit one <coughs> and what you do you eat that when you're going out on a mission yeah okay <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> <coughs> he's got the covid <laughs> yeah again um <clears throat> no I've got the I've got the <coughs> no, <I've got> <coughs> it's much worse um so you yeah you you eat that you go out on a mission you don't shit for like five days right. and then when you get back to the barracks you eat biscuit brown and that gives you the post yeah um, but wow. I, the only thing I know is that iron rations are the ones that contained canned meats ah right? okay so I don't know why a standard ration would be in a pork pie hmm. just with oh. biscuits in it yeah I don't know what he's talking about but I'll, essentially let's, let's check standard rations or iron rations I go iron because yeah, yeah. that was where you got spam you got corned beef peaches oh, yeah, mate. peaches yes yeah, I'll go Iron Rations. There's a fantastic... <clears throat> this is also kind of lame, but there's a fantastic channel. And oh, I think it, you've seen it. Yeah. Steve MRE? Yeah. Yeah. He's so funny. He, so he unboxes uh, old rations. Like he gets uh, yeah, ones yeah, that are yeah, like yeah, yeah. So 100 years old. And things yeah. like this. And he unboxes them and eats the contents. Because yeah. a lot of the stuff was preserved in some way. Yeah. But even the stuff that isn't, he'll eat a bit of it and he's like, yeah, that's really rancid. <laughs> and then he tries a bit more and he's like... No, that is that's real gnarly. That's the real. smell in here, and he's got such a calming voice. <laughs> but the thing is, what he does is he unboxes everything, puts it on a table, and on every video, he he shows a shot of him putting it on the table. Then he goes, "All right, let's get this out onto a tray," and then it cuts to it on a train. He goes, "Nice." <laughs> <laughs> but there was nice. one I saw, there was one I saw where he's eating um, <clears throat> hundred year old rations of beef, and the can had all bloated up, and he was <laughs> eating it, and he's like, he says it's like his way to connect to that part that of history world. and yeah. I, I love that, that but he also like had some hundred year old fags and he smoked them as well there was just there was a pack <laughs> of two Marlboros in there and he was just like you really get that good flavour in <laughs> <laughs> now some hundred year old whiskey yeah it's it's such a good channel and like when, when he gets like he does modern ones as well but when he gets the ones that are like really old the joy in his voice he so, speaks like a surfer dude but like yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll be like this is for, for a ration eater this is just one of the best things I could ever find man nice I'm gonna smoke these let's get this out onto a tray nice <laughs> yeah it's so weird but I, I watched quite so a few good. of them yeah. they're very very amusing some of them are like two hours long and nice. things like this but yeah very good he also follows up saying deck of many things useless novelty item or classic D&D tradition classic, classic D&D, D&D tradition oh yeah D&D love it we've had a laugh of it yeah and uh, he says tomb of horrors useless novelty dungeon or classic D&D tradition <laughs> I like it. I mean, I like, the yeah, thing yeah. is, it's Tomb of Horrors is a, like a real meat grinder, yeah. but it's a good laugh. Yeah, it's a good it's laugh. A good I laugh. Think it's a class. D&D. Classic. 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 <laughs> Thief of Whispers. Oh, he says, also, what are the Oscars? Oh, I fucked it up. He says, also, what are some current takes or opinions in, it, in the RPG community that irritate you? 
I've got to be honest, I have recently very much distanced myself from social media altogether, yeah, so same. I don't really see that very often. <laughs> exactly the same. Um, I think we got quite aerated a few episodes back, but I can't remember why now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. It shows we're, we're positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very exactly. positive. Yeah, that's right. Uh, some opinions. Um, I'll tell you what one, one of them is, right? And this kind of kind of goes back into the main subject thing. I've seen these uh, groups popping up every now and then about literary RPGs. Right. Where it's they're trying to be something more and it's all about meaning and uh, acting and, and all of this stuff. And it's like... <clears throat> It's not about fun. It's about going there and getting deep, deep into character and having emotional experiences. That, right. uh, and, Sounds and it's a like, bit weird. But Sounds like a drama club. Sounds yeah, like it's, like a, it's like a drama club. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Eli Kurtz is part of a lot of those groups. <laughs> and uh, you can kind of tell if you read uh, his book. What the fuck was that called? Oh, I've got it. Um, uh, it's about the hedges. Uh, it's uh, about Wusha. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Just look him up. But... Um, yeah, that annoys me, and I think that was kind of the route that uh, yeah, that guy and Laura were trying to go down for yeah. mannerism. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. It's like yeah. but literary RPGs. That's all RPGs. They're books, yeah. mate. So yeah. they're, on, they're literally literature. Something like Blackbush or something like that. Oh, the Blackwood. 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 There you go. <laughs> the Blackbush. That's Black- something very different. Is it Blackwood? Yeah, it's Blackwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. But no, he didn't just call it the Blackwood. He called it the Blackwood Errantry Codex. That's yeah, it. that's the boy. Um, I don't yeah. know why I'm so excited about that. Errantry being going out and being a knight. Codex being book. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Nick, all right. stop looking at your phone. I was checking porn book. Porn book. We actually came up that he's on IMBD as well, but I don't know if it's him. Yeah, he's an actor. Okay. Yeah, so you, that's why he's into that type of thing, yeah. Um, why is it that Powered by the Apocalypse is a system for limp-wristed soy boy ball ticklers and OSR makes your dick bigger? <laughs> uh, well, I, I actually am a big fan of both. I like yes, old school. Safe, yeah. I like new school. But uh, yeah. here's the thing. Uh, if I'm really into OSR, which I am, yeah. and I've recently played PTBA, that means I have a like a normal size penis. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Right, it's right down the middle. It's two inches, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. Normal. I mean, that's yeah, above yeah. average. Yeah, yeah. Well, Slightly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I think it's in it. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because that I think what he's done there is that's kind of opinion that people have in the OSR. Like, <laughs> yeah. They, they think that PTVA games are all about talking about feelings and uh, living in a high school or whatever. But it's well, like, no, they're talking about mannerisms. That's what mannerisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you are going for that type of game, that does not sound the type of game I would want to play. No. But uh, PTVA can be brutal and shit like this. I mean, yeah. Root was pretty nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I, I, but OSR does make your dick bigger. So you've yeah. got to buy more books, you do. I like rolling the big dice. Big dicks. Polish Ogre 8. Have you checked out Hard Suit by Runehammer yet? No, no. I don't no. even know what it is. Hard suit. Also, tofu or chicken skewers with satay sauce? Both. Uh, yeah, yeah, both. I like tofu, but you've got, got to do something with tofu. I prefer chicken. Eat it by itself, can you? I've got... Uh, I boring. fucking love tofu. Do you know you get the silken one? The soft one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah In yeah, Japan, yeah. Uh, I had a dish that was just that raw with uh, an egg cracked on top of it. See, that's Cold. nice. No, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah, so the egg is sort of like a sauce for it. Oh, mate. Just a raw egg. There's a type of dim sum where it's <laughs> well tofu good. that's been flattened out really thin, almost like a pancake, mm. and then you get two bits of beef and some veggies, and it's like rolled up into a pancake roll, so it's like a tofu pancake. Oh, mate, that's I love eating tofu on its own, though. Uh, I guess I'm a bit weird, but the, but the it's subtle, but it's such a nice flavour. It's, no, it does taste good. It's mm-hmm. like um, uh, it's pin- like paneer, isn't it? Like pan- paneer, you have to cook something. That's it. a funny fact, actually. We went to, um, for those that don't know, uh, Americans probably don't know what paneer is. It's uh, Indian cheese, yeah. cottage cheese, and um, we um, 
went to an Indian restaurant for when my mum was visiting and Sean didn't realise he's a vegan sort of um, but he, he didn't realise it was cheese and he's oh, like oh penny curry and he got it and I was at the end I'm like sure, do you feel good now you've had some cheese and he was like what <laughs> yep <laughs> he's like I thought it was like tofu <laughs> same consistency yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I had a sorry to diverge yet again, but I had a curry from down the road. You know, yeah, uh, Rachitas. Yes, Rachitas. And um, he he said to me, right, he, I ordered a paneer tikka, right, yeah, and nice. he says to me, uh, he goes to me, you want that one, yeah? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, the one with the cheese in it. I'm like, yeah. Why is that weird? Why like, not? That's a normal fucking curry dish. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, all right, I've got it. Got it home. It's a bunch of chickpeas with a light dusting of tikka powder on it and cheddar cheese. <laughs> What? <laughs> all just melt. I don't know oh, what they were smoking. What is he doing? Yeah, awful. Absolutely awful. Uh, right, Big York Rex. Oh no, so tofu or chicken skewers with satay sauce? Uh, chicken, chicken chicken skewers, yeah. Uh, Big York Rex, new D&D movie trailer, trash or garbage? Oh, I've seen a bit of it. It actually D&D looks movie. quite good. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a D&D. Uh, there's some good people in it as far yeah. as I remember. But, They're good uh, people. Yeah, uh, the effects look pretty, pretty okay. fucking sick. Okay. And, but I was watching it over the shoulder... Of someone who had it small on their screen, so maybe. <laughs> Did they know you was watching it? Yeah, yeah, they were. Okay, but I was yeah. like, I was busy doing stuff because I was at work. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And they tra- were kind of trying to show me the whole trailer. <laughs> and I couldn't hear it. So I was like, well, this is really boring. So it's going to be, it's got Chris Pine. Who's that? Okay, I, I don't uh, know who Chris Pine is, isn't he Captain America? No, no, he's Chris Pine. Oh, he plays, he plays, he's in Star Trek, isn't he? Yeah. Okay, and Hugh Grant. Okay. And I really rate Hugh Grant, isn't it? Oh, Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, there we go. Yeah. But we should watch yeah, the old one. Yeah, totally. The old one's got Jeremy Irons. Okay, Martin yeah. Martin Wayans. He plays some snails, apparently. <laughs> what? That's that's fact of the week, certainly. <laughs> 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, that old one. <laughs> Is it? Yes. Oh. All right, well... Um, yeah, we should go cinema and watch that. Yeah, yeah, we should. We should yeah. do a review. Oh, fuck yeah. it, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll try and do it. Yeah. We What we try and do is analyse it from a gameplay perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, be like, well, we, we, what we got to do is see if it's consistent with a book. Because I remember the old D&D movie, I, know, I only know this because somebody else said it, I'm not this much of a nerd, but it started out with the black dragon, but shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> it started off with the black dragon breathing fire, and uh, black dragons breathe acid, actually. Yeah, come so, on, uh, come on, one out of ten rotten tomatoes. <laughs> well, that is it for questions, Lance. Yes. Shall we do an outro? Yes. I'm going to whoop you. Fish, hawthorn slices, and beef jerky. Not bad. All right, let's get sat on your tray. Nice, okay, let's first start off with checking out the meat and vegetable bars. All right. <coughs> so, <coughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, was an episode. Next in two weeks, we're gonna be doing, I've gone really low here, lads. Yeah. He's, de- he's deeply, deeply sunk. I'm deeply deep. <laughs> but we're gonna... Oh, it's rise. Rise. <laughs> <laughs> Deserve that. Yeah, we're going to be doing the Axe Day next. Hyperborea. Yeah, uh, yeah. you got that to look forward to. Uh, Getting hype about the Hyperborea. Yeah, yeah. Get, let's get the hype. Abo- let's make Hyperborea trending on Twitter. Yes. Yes. Well, I don't think we have the power to make anything trending Trend. on anything. Uh, but no. we can certainly... We're damn well going to try. Hype it. Should I send this episode to Guy McDonald? No. <laughs> but the... Uh, well, because one... No, uh, you don't send it to them. That's the thing. You, you don't, just hope it gets to You them. don't troll <laughs> the people you're... <laughs> Having a well-rounded discussion about, you what wait I, for them no, to no, naturally. In the spirit of mannerism, 
I trick him. I rename the episode <laughs> the best game I've ever played ever. Yeah. Right? He looks at it and I'm like, bam, he's really my imagination. <laughs> you thought I was using determination. <laughs> no, that's just me. Consumption. Don't quite Is it that. what? To trick him? I want my four hours back, James. <laughs> no, he's got. It's a nice coaster. Thoroughly absorbent. <laughs> so, no, I won't send it to him. Don't worry. Right. Cool. Someone else will. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> All right, well, uh, contact details. We've got mm. Discord. Uh, go down there. It is in the link in the description on all the platforms for this podcast. Yes. We've also got uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. although nobody uses that anymore unless Twitter. you're about 80. Uh, Twitter, we've got that. We don't even use that, but it no. posts our new episodes, so if you want to be notified, go on there. Yeah. And also email us at 3trpgpod at gmail.com if you're... If you still use email. Yeah, if you still use that. And, sling uh, us a buck. Yeah, sling us a buck. If please, you'd like please, to support the show, please, please do. go to uh, Patreon. Patreon. And Patreon. check out our products and drive for RPG. Yes. Seems to be on Rob's way. He's tying it back. <laughs> oh, well, we're not going to get better than that. Let's yeah. uh, let's end it. I've been Harrison Hunt. Oh, I've been Nick Lampslice. I've been James Clark. And remember that D20s are cool, but 20Ds, now that's a good time. Uh, good bike. Uh, mannerism. Mannerism. <laughs> Check him out, Bosch. <laughs>